XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Still feeling super during this Super Bowl week. We'll open up the phone lines for you, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Watley, of course, paid off his bet to Zito yesterday from Make Fez Cry. First day you haven't gotten a nice breakfast for yourself, huh, Hicks? I'm famished. <laughs> Are you really? I'm really hungry. And yep. I don't know how much I loved it till I didn't have it. That's that's what love is like. See, that's what happens. I'm learning a lesson here. We take these things for granted until they're gone. Uh, Zeets, where did you get your breakfast from today? Oh, well, I too am still famished because... You got a breakfast. You paid yeah, off. Yeah, what the I, fuck? He totally got a breakfast. Oh, did I? Did I, Fez? Because you walked in today and you said, breakfast is served. And you handed me a bag and I looked in it very excitedly. And I have yet to consume any amount of this breakfast. There was a spoon, a bowl, a shot glass amount of milk, and a single fucking Honey Nut Cheerio. What? Fezzy. Fez. What, you don't like that? It was the Honey Nut kind. The best kind there is. Well, seriously, why be a dick? Uh, and I'm being totally serious now. Uh-huh. It was a gentleman's bet that we had. I thought he liked a healthy breakfast. It's what he always wanted Chris Stanley to have. I told you yesterday to overly buy his breakfast. And then he would spend the rest of his life knowing what he was missing. Instead, uh, he shit down his throat. You could have you gotten rid of all so much animosity if you just now you've... Now you've made your shitty Cheerio bed, and it's time to lay in it, Fez. Oh! Holy shit. Don't fill up on that breakfast. Now you've made an enemy for life. Fez, it's it's wrong what you did. And I'm just going to tell you, you know, uh, just straight up, when you have a bet to pay off, the bet needs to be paid off. You owed breakfast. You should have given him breakfast. Well, what I did was give him a special homemade breakfast. Fez, Hicks never got that, anything I, homemade. Fez, in so all hungry. honesty here, there is the spirit of the bet, okay? The spirit of the agreement. Your breakfast today should have at least been like the type of breakfast that Hicks got. Mm. And then if you wanted to... I'm tired. Uh, you know what? You need protein in the morning. Yeah. You're not getting your morning protein. But then if you wanted to act like, enjoy your pubes or whatever, that would have been on him. Then he, you could have fucked in it with his head a little bit. But you owed him a breakfast. I feel like the Grinch stole from my house. There's just one single fucking crumb that was left for me. You got breakfast, breakfast cereal. Now, right. having said that, Zeets, maybe if, maybe if you weren't such a ball buster, he would want to fuck. Well, I can't. You got to pay off a bet. A bet has to be paid off properly. At least you got breakfast, you know. Oh, fuck you, shit. Pepper. It's one Cheerio. It's more than I had. I had a fucking cigarette. Oh, you morning. didn't get your chocolate shake today? You didn't get your omelet? Nope. You didn't get your bacon sandwich? Your fucking pile of lard? You didn't get any of that from Fez? No, Strange. I feel bad. I don't. 
you know. I you you ate a pile of lard for not, breakfast? Not yet. I feel that's on the horizon. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Blackheart. You're in front of Fez. Hey, Fez. Fucking congratulations, man. You did the fucking right thing. Smack the shit out of him with that dick. It keeps up his ass. You know, but here's the deal. He basically keyed the guy's car after a fucking loss. When one loses a bet. The only thing that holds our fucking society together is these rules of society we have. When you lose a bet, you pay it off. That's right. That's right. If I fu- the fucking Giants lose, his fucking hair's gone. Oh, are you just going to cut one strand? Or are you going to cut the whole thing? That's no, the fucking no, thing. And then do the, I said I cut my hair. <laughs> I, I fucking you. cut it. <laughs> I cut it. Uh, by the way, I heard from the kid last night. Yeah. The draft house kid. Whoa. And he gave me the score 31 14 Patriots. Oh, fuck. Draft house, Sammy in the fucking back, you Texas prick. Um, I was so good to you. Here's James in Houston. You're in Manifest. You say James? I guess I did. It's hard to hear you. That that joke, uh, I mean, that's a great joke that uh, Fez did, man. One Cheerio, that's fucking hilarious. One Cheerio, but here's the deal. This was not supposed to be a joke or a prank. It was the payoff of a bet. And quite frankly, now Hicks Ozito and Fred Ozito because they're the ones that couldn't make Fez cry. If they would have fucking just did what they were supposed to do. I did lose that. I won't deny that. But I, you, know, you lost it, but now look who gets treated like a bitch. Zito. Good. Good, I'm glad. See? <laughs> um, let's go over here to uh, James. James, you're on the run of face show. Hey, buddy. Just want to say, Ryan B. Seriously, are you surprised? I'm I mean, shocked. He's left us hanging on so many bets. He screwed Davy Mac over. I come on, you really expected him to follow through? I see. Now this is the problem with you, Fez. You've now acquired the uh, reputation as a welcher. Well, we- I did not welch on this bet. The bet was breakfast. There was no specific requirements of what the bre- breakfast consisted would the, of. Would this count as a as a breakfast uh, for for any human being? No, like, I it would no. not. No, that's why you got well, it. No, but but being serious, there, that is what he said is true. If we went into a court of law, and we may end up there, oh my god, you would be told that this was not in the spirit. Breakfast was bet, and if you uh, would look back on this, it's the type of breakfast that you get, Chris Stanley. I miss it that's so what we told. We did not sit down because we're gentlemen and we're friends and come up with. Well, it equals two Egg McMuffins, a side of fucking potato shits, or whatever they call those things, an orange, a coffee. Mm. We didn't do that. How many times have we heard that no one should eat the kind of breakfast that Hicks gets? A million. You're still, you are still uh, acting in the way of snarky 
instead of like a fucking dude. In 2017, when Fez pays off his next staff dinner and Hicks is long gone from cardiac arrest, I am going to order so much fucking shit on that bill that I will get back, but you will rue the day you bought me a single Cheerio. I don't even know where you're going with this or why Hicks's death what? had to be Well, I'm just assuming five years from now, if he continues years. eating those shitty breakfasts, unless you start getting single Cheerios every morning. Um, let's go over here to Craig. Craig, you're on the Fez. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Fez, yeah. that's just chicken shit, man. You owe him a breakfast. Another one? Yeah, that's not a breakfast. Oh, do you have any leftover Cheerios? I'm sure you could get me roughly 10,000 more breakfasts at this rate. They, they had a bet to make you cry, and they couldn't do it. It's bullshit. I could do it right now. They First could- of all, Zito did not have that bet. The bet was this. That fucking, it had to do with, with, this was almost a thing. Uh, this wasn't a congratulations to Zito. This was, no, was a, punishing me. it was punishing you and Fred. Fred had the opportunity to steal your breakfast. You were going to be without a breakfast. And it would have been Hicks's breakfast is then given to Zito. So when you really look at it, the person that you fucking ripped off here, Fez, was not so much Zito, but... The show and the listeners of this show. Um, that's the only thing that happened. This had nothing to do with any of that. Uh, Bill in Boston, you're on Fez. Fez, I'm fucking dying over here. Good job. Now, you're dying because you dislike Zito, not no, the fact yeah, that sure. Fez did something fucking fair. I'm dying because I'm malnourished. Now, you came in that way. John, you're on Fez. Yeah, as wrong as it is, I gotta say, welcome back, Fez. Genius. It well, I guess there is some genius to what you did. Evil genius. Anyone who has the mind that would think of a single Cheerio and just a shot of milk. Yes, there is evil genius to that. He was creamer. Um let's go over here to but that doesn't make it right. You know, I guess there's some kind of genius for leaving a booby trap that kills a child. Like, I'm sure someone would go, hey, how could you come up with that? That's brilliant. It's a kid killer. Um, let's go over here to uh, Mike. Mike, you're on Ron Fez. Well, Ron Fez did the right thing. He, uh, he got him breakfast. He didn't say, what do you want for breakfast? Hey, if you can't fill up on a uh, single Cheerio, that's his problem. No, first of all, that's wrong because he never had brought this kind of breakfast to Hicks. If this was somehow in the game where occasionally Hicks gets a single Cheerio (laughs) and a a splash of milk, (laughs) then we could have said, sorry, Zito, but that's the way the game is played. What this would come back to in a court of law is what this show thinks of in terms of breakfast. That's what breakfast, it would be this fucking given rule that we have of what we expect when we tell each other a breakfast. Just like in the same way, we understand what we mean when someone says, get me a nice vegan lunch. We know exactly what they mean Obviously. Now. Um, Bob, you're Yeah, this has got to be a bit. I mean, what little respect I had for Fez is gone now. You don't, don't be such a bitch, Fez. Uh, uh, fuck Tom Brady. Um, well, first of all... Gonna fuck this shit at a Tom Brady! Um, I've been going back and forth. Yesterday I was with the Giants. Yeah. But... Hell yeah. After talking to Rustin... Oh, 
I don't see. <laughs> Russians turned you that quickly. It seems like it's going to be a thirty-one fourteen game. <laughs> What's he know? He's just getting stoned down in Austin. He is looking at law schools now. Oh wow. He gonna be one of them big Texas lawyers you hear about. <laughs> Let me tell you something down here in Texas. We do things a little differently with the law. We string them up. Um, Alan, and he's living on Tulsa time. What do you got, Alan? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, Zito, just sit back, do your time. We all know he's going to be crying in an hour anyway. Jealous of everybody that says a word. No, first of all, all right, now these are turning into fa- uh, attacks on fists. He proved yesterday he will not uh, cry if expected of him. No. He couldn't even fake a cry. Towards the end, he was trying to do it. And it was just, it I looked like his... watching a grown man trying to shit his own pants. <laughs> That's very dangerous to do. You don't want to shit yourself. Uh, Alan, you're on Manifest. Yeah, hey, if you listen back to the tape, I don't think you ever, ever hear Fez agree to the bet. And I don't think he had anything to do with it. It was all between the other two guys. Well, first of all, if Fez didn't agree to the bet, he wouldn't have shown up with the fucking cereal and milk. Mm-hmm. And yes. So, yes, all this was supposed to be is that if Fred won, he took Hicks's breakfast away from Hicks and gave it to Fred. If neither one, he would took said breakfast and hand it over to Zito. There was never a time for a single Cheerio or a splash of milk and a little tiny spoon. Don't forget the paper bowl. He was nice enough, even though there's only one Cheerio, to give me an entire bowl in which to consume this. How are you going to have your breakfast? Was it a bread bowl? No, it oh, wasn't even an edible bowl. It was a paper nice. bowl. Uh, Robert, you're on the Running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, yesterday I called in and said, Hey, Fez, nobody said what you had to buy him for breakfast. Get him blueberries. And uh, nobody said anything about it. You went right into a song. Because right? it's still dull. It's still, and I'm going to. I'm going to fuck this shit at a Tom Brady. There you go. Please stop saying blueberries on this show. It's played. No more. Played. Well, maybe if he's gotten me blueberry, he could have done that. But no. did you really think you were going to get some nice pancakes or something today? You know what? I thought maybe Fez would do something that was you know a little tongue in cheek. But then after the show yesterday, he was like, "No, you won the bet. You're going to get a nice breakfast." So I didn't even eat a big dinner last night because I said tomorrow morning I'm getting myself a nice breakfast. That's what I'm used to. And. It did not happen for me. I'm really sad. Or Hicks. Neither one of you guys ate. This fucking sucks. I hate this. So there pretty, was... pretty much because it's just me. I don't care less about Zito. I'm just, you know. Can I just tell you something, Hicks? I'm addicted. More and more you look like you should be riding a chopper. I don't know what. <laughs> it's the beard. It's the beard, the hair, and now you're wearing a black tee today. <laughs> I should, I'm still rocking a bandana. <laughs> oh, I think I left it at home. What are you waiting for? <laughs> It's bandana time. Um, Dave, you're on my face. Yeah, uh, the real winner here is Lady Trucker and the uh, other girl that made Fez cry yesterday. Why? Because she got banned? Well, yeah, that was a girl from Canada. Lady Trucker is right now on a lifetime ban, at least as far as I'm concerned. Other people brought it way 
uh, lower. But the shit that she... And then she sent stuff that I completely deleted oh. because it's a look at me. Or here I am trying to do stuff on my suspension. It's too much. She should realize it's the suspensions in effect that nothing's going to help her. Um, Sean, you're on a Fez. Hey, Fezzy, you, you set a precedent, so you either have to follow it or set a new one. You either have to get Zito the exact same breakfast you gave Hicks, or for the next couple of weeks, you got to give Hicks the exact same breakfast you gave Zito. Oh, come on. That Why? does make fucking total Why sense. Makes no sense. sense. What, so what you're saying is Zito. that would be an unacceptable breakfast for Hicks. No, I'm saying that yes. Zito doesn't like the breakfasts Hicks gets. He said That's it a million not, times. That was not the point of the bet. The point of the bet was Hicks's breakfast should then go to Zito. So, yes, maybe that's the way we do it. No! Hicks eats a single Cheerio and a fucking jizz worth of milk every fucking day. I don't want to drink jizz milk. Why not? Only in private time. Oh, oh shit! Hell, he's so fucking... He's so bold! Fuck he you! He is bold! Fuck you! Sorry, I get a little you... surly when I don't have any fucking food in the morning. That's every fucking day, prick! You cheap fuck! Uh, Patrick, you're on my face. I think the real loser here today are the uh, children. Those are the losers because they're supposed to be teaching that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And well, now Fez does this. They always told us that. Yeah. I never realized it. So I started getting this breakfast in the morning. Actually, the most important meal of the day is the next one. There you go. Everything else is bullshit. <laughs> uh, here's Radio Shark using... Uh, his real name, Radio Shark. When one loses a bet, the only thing that holds our fucking society together is these rules of society we have. When you lose a bet, you pay it off. Thank you very much, Radio Shark. Chris, you're on the Run of Face show. That guy sounded wise. Hey, the, the important thing to me is uh, what type of Cheerio was it? Was it a Honey Nut Cheerio yes. or a generic O-ring? We, we've said this a million times. It was a Honey, honey nut. nut. Oh, good. Thank you. Mm. I mean, Fez is mean, but he's not fucking ridiculous. He's going to get the brand Honey Nut. I want to sell this <clears throat> Cheerio on eBay and then use the money to buy an actual breakfast myself. I had the idea once for Birios, where it was a... Beer-flavored Cheerio oh, that you would yeah. then pour beer on. Fuck yeah. I'll drink a bowl of beer with some fucking Beerios. They, uh, General Mills laughed in my face. What the fuck is their problem? Let's go independent on this thing, then. Well, we can't, you know, do the Cheerio thing. Well, they own the ring. What? They own the circle? Yes. No one did it before them. Listen, let's get some fucking barley and some hops and some wheat and whatever the fuck we need to get. Make some fucking beer fucking beer. I also came up with uh, alpha barbs, where there were little barbiturates shaped <laughs> like alphabets. <laughs> well, they already have clonopins in the shape of a K. I guess. <laughs> that sounds fucking great. Anyway. Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Uh, question for Fez. What does gum taste like? <laughs> gum chewer. <laughs> gum chewer. Um, William in Savannah, you're on Fez. Hey, Fez looked at that breakfast the same way he does his career. Just provide the minimal amount and say, say that you did it. 
Bill, just because you changed your name and got past the fucking stupid fucking people, you're still William and Savannah is still Bill from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mastermind. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Sash, you're on the Run of Fez show. Sash, in Canada. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, I listened to the show yesterday, okay? And uh, I don't remember anybody saying exactly what the breakfast had to be, so... Uh, that's where, uh, yeah, that's where we made our mistake, because we cannot trust uh, Fez to not rip off. Yes, you are right. Now, everything we do has to be exact words from now on. We saw what happened to the Bradys when this came up. Um, Zietz, uh, sent me something in the middle of the night, uh, hammer dropping fucking monster jam by Blake Griffin. Uh, Zietz sent it to me and I kept watching it over and over and over. Oh shit. It's awesome. It's unfucking believable Watch this. Jesus Christ. He swings that from his fucking waist. What? He's a fucking animal. And the funny thing is, when he does it, he makes Kendrick Perkins, who's like seven feet tall, <coughs> look, look small. Look like a child. Yeah, he looks like of... a child that could be fucking hurt. Watch this in slow motion. This is up on the eye bang, by the way. What? It's really one of the best dunks you'll ever see. He ran through that, jumped through that fucking guy. And the force and sound, like, even yeah. with the sound of it. I mean, this dominates this one that he had against the Knicks last year. Remember when everybody was passing that around? This one, he's swinging Thor's hammer. And then we never find out whether he made the fucking ice cream. Well, they won the game, so. Clippers are fucking maybe becoming L.A.'s team. They turned shit up. Which is great news for Billy Crystal, who's always had the floor seats. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Malcolm in the middle was always at their game. Oh, really? There is a thing almost every year. Uh, Penny Marshall All right. has floor seats. They so they always do it on these celebrities who pick the Clippers instead of the Lakers. Also, I think Penny Marshall might have Lakers fucking seats too. So she's basically at a basketball game every night of her life. Fuck, that's great. Um, Todd, you're in running Fez. Hey, uh, hey guys. You know, as far as Zito's breakfast, I think Fez just brought him in what he usually has. You're supposed to rim the Cheerio and then throw the milk on your back. Oh, my oh. God. That's disgusting. Uh, Zito, did you do that? Why'd you get me a gay breakfast? Oh, oh shit. Well, is it too much milk for you? Is that what you say when you squirt one in their face? <laughs> Like all that milk, milk buddy. does smell very chlorine -y. I don't know. Actually, there's quite, you know, from a gay point of view, Zeno gets a lot more of the gay jokes, I think, than Fez does. He gets fucking killed with it. And plus, yesterday he said he wanted to fuck Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he's a good And suck man. Tom Brady. Yeah, suck him off, yeah. Suck him and touch him and fuck him. I just let it roll off my back or onto my oh! back. Oh! oh no, not like, okay. Boy, there's nothing to vomit up. Um, yeah, I vomited up a single Cheerio. Sleaze, you're on my Fez. Save that. Zeke got what he wanted. Fez stuck his dick in a Cheerio and came in a shot glass. Oh, my God. Needle dick the Cheerio fucker. 
<laughs> like a fairy tale. <laughs> fairy, I get it. It's like a fairy tale. You can't laugh without coughing. It's just fucking. You're a lunger. Smoking is. Have you been checked for TB? Not yet. I want you to go to the doctor again. I probably should. Go to the doctor and just say nothing on me works. Start operating and don't stop. It's all broken. <laughs> I'm all busted up. I'm hurting, Doc. Uh, over on the uh, IB wire, the uh, two stupid fucking mares of New York and Boston have made their mares bet. Yes. Now, also, I want to point this out to you as a New Englander. Do you get bummed out the Boston mayor gets to do this bet? And not the Manchester, New Hampshire mayor? I mean, it makes sense, but it does suck. What's been annoying this past week is every time I've been like, uh, I'm a Patriots fan, people look at me and say, Rhode Island, that's not your team. But it, what other team would be our fucking team? Well, who says that to you? Well, Jeremy said it to me. Well, Jeremy doesn't know sports. <laughs> I know, but I didn't point that out at the time. And I remember when Fez used to be close with Jeremy. And now every day Zietz has a Jeremy story. And I said, Fez, when's the last time you saw Jeremy? Five months ago. There's some falling out between those two. But seriously, when when Jeremy ran Washington, he didn't know who the Redskins were. And they were on our stations. Oh, shit. But yeah, the, the mayor, the mayor of Boston, making this bet. I, I think you should at least get with another mayor of a fine city, maybe Providence, and they could both put something up. Uh, they don't care about. They don't care about the rest because it's really the Boston Patriots. No matter which way you shake this, just like when they were the Florida Marlins, they were really the Miami Marlins. It's stupid. It's the only major city up there. Is that the way you say it? Now, this thing came down to the two mayors said whoever loses, the other people get a VIP tour of their fucking city. What? The loser no. city in this case. Yeah. God bless Boston. But you can see it quick. I mean, it ain't like I'm in New York. By mid-afternoon, you're going to be done your sightseeing. And that even includes a duck tour through the River Charles. Oh, nice. But you get a picture with Mayor Thomas Menino. I thought he was dead. I heard that one time, but I don't think it was true. Oh, good news, then. Good news. Also, you get to go to a Bruins game. Uh, you get box seats. I wonder if those teams see this and are like, fuck, I guess, I guess we could come up with four box seats for some game. I, the mayor's just throwing shit around here. Well, this is the first time they haven't done bagels versus fucking a lobster thing. roll. Yeah, this is at least different, I guess. Oh, they have a tour of the Sam Adams Brewery. All right. Hmm. Uh, Mark, you're in Renefez. Yeah, I was just going to say, it is kind of bullshit, because Foxborough is actually closer to Providence than Boston. Uh, Ronnie, I wanted to ask you, too, do you think this is going to be the end of, like, the fun bets? Like, do you think it's all going to become, like, museum tours and city hall tours from here on out, where it has to be, you know, uh, a reason behind it? Maybe yeah, I think because every fucking city's main job is tourism now, that this now turns into a tourism commercial. Maybe if uh, maybe if New England wins, um, Bloomberg will buy Menino a fucking single Cheerio and just say, "Hey, it's cool. I paid it off." Here's the thing: he could buy him a fleet of airplanes and not even know the difference. Bloomberg's so fucking rich, and Menino's still driving around in an old truck that he got from his brother-in-law. 
What works? Fucking works. Get from point A to point B. You're riding in it, ain't you? You ever bitch about someone's car and they oh, scream damn. at it? Fuck yeah. This thing looks like a piece of There's empty beer bottles in I here. I noticed you got in here. Well, I yeah, noticed I, you don't fucking mind. You never some, put up money for gas. We gotta get some get out! Oh, come on! Get out of my fucking truck <laughs> right here! I'm sorry, alright? I'm sorry. Don't say anything else. <laughs> Wait, does the radio work? I like when people get so fucking pissed about their shit like that. <laughs> um, this is a story... That has you fucking piss ticks. And that's the Peyton rumor mill. Oh, yeah. Now they're saying... Uh, a tweet was sent out to John Clayton saying that he's headed for retirement. He's not just ending with the Colts. It's I just... heard that already from fucking Soda Pop Curtis. Told us that weeks ago on a yeah. tweet. Uh, I'm fucking believable. I think he needs to fucking go somewhere else. Fuck the Ursays. Fuck them. Well, first of all, I hate the fucking Ursa family. Their entire family are drunks, liars, and now fucking rebounding as born-agains, when really the man's a piece of shit. It's fucking disgusting. And if you really, as far as Indianapolis fucking goes, that's been a one-player fucking team, period. He, he fucking doesn't come. He, he doesn't play for a season. Everything falls apart. He was the fucking coach, too. It's fucked what they're it doing there. But this is this is almost that corporate thing in America where for years the corporation will tell you, We're like a family here. Protect We're the totally horseshoe, like a family. Is what he was saying. And then the second your neck hurts, fuck you, you're out. This is a business. Well, I, now, I read today, this morning, that Cooper says he's not going to retire. So every fucking day, there's something else with Peyton. Cooper's what? actually in better fucking shape than Peyton now. <laughs> What's Cooper now, Manning know? He he's knows everything. Brother. Those brothers are close as fuck. His dad fucking talks on his behalf all yeah. the time. I mean, they don't. those Mannings don't have any outside friends. <laughs> They're like fucking hillbillies. <laughs> they are fucking tight as the McCoys. It's ridiculous. He, he, has to, he can't retire. He has to fucking go to his other team. Here's the problem. I saw Peyton on TV last night, and yeah. he looks 60. Oh. I mean, they he gave his body to this fucking game. And do we really... There was always these things at the end of careers. There's pictures of OJ wearing a fucking... What was he, Niners and Joe mm -hmm. Namath and a Rams thing? Yeah, it was crazy. It's just awful. I hate to say it, but Peyton is never... And this is what pisses me off. I've rooted against Peyton since he was at Tennessee. This fucking Ursa is the first guy that ever made me Sorry want... You. Yeah. And I never root against Peyton because I think he blows. I think he's just really solid. But he reminds me of a, like a large Republican Boy Scout. So I root against him. For fun. Yeah. But I despise seeing him being treated this way. It's disgusting. I fucking hate it. I never heard them call it the horseshoe before. Like Gersay's going on about it. a fucking, fucking dick. It's just, it's ridiculous. And he really is. He's the son of an owner. He has not fucking achieved anything except for his dad died. I left him a ball team, and he's sat there with it. Fucking asshole. My dad didn't leave me a ball team. Well, he did leave you a wonderful fucking TV show. Yeah. And we haven't been able to make that work out. 100 episodes. One hundred days, one hundred nights. I'm talking about food. Is that that should be the fucking the theme song, dude? Switch it up for the hundred first episode. Just come walking in like that. <laughs> Will you give me permission to pull that and use it? Well, no, we use the fucking actual song. 
I don't even have permission to it. <laughs> um, where were we with this before we got fucking sidetracked? Rob Lowe was fucking right the entire time. <laughs> yes, Rob Lowe is a fucking enough. genius. He's <laughs> a football genius. Here's the thing about Ursay that I really despise. I don't know whether you know this, but he owns the Holy Scroll. He bought the fucking on the road Jack Kerouac fuck fucking scroll. $1.2 million. Uh, and he fucking puts it in his house, and every once in a while, he just writes Ursay into one of the lines no. instead of Moriarty. No, you can't do that. And Ursay was digging the jazz, man. <laughs> wow, it's like I'm reading my own biography. This is great. Oh, God, I despise that man. Yeah, and I, think I really fucking hate rich people's kids. I despise them. They're very few. They're, I. There's few and far between anyone any of them have ever been cool. There's even a, a, one fucking cool one? I, well, Arthur. The original uh, Dudley Moore Arthur. He knew he was just getting fucked up all the time. But that other Arthur, I couldn't stand. <laughs> uh, Chuck, you're on the Run of Fez show. Chuck, yes. Oh, hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fez. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning coming to the Jets. Um, Peyton Manning, if he comes to the Jets... It would be Manningtown at that point. Yeah, uh, I don't know if the Jets want him. You know, they really believe in themselves. Well, at the end of the season, they were saying that, you know, we're fucking Sanchez is our guy, Sanchez is our guy. But then all those other stories came out about how the locker room was totally fucked the entire season and no one said anything. And then Lane Tomlinson said, yeah, fucking uh, they, him and Holmes hate each other and... Now the fucking the owner. Don't you of the think Jets. Rex Ryan's about to hit the wall too? Yeah, like he's this just him. He's going to be like a short termer, no matter where he goes. And then yeah, and then he came out and said that yeah, I didn't have the fucking pulse of the locker room. I didn't know what was going. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I was a train wreck, huh? <laughs> I'm out of my mind. All I think about is feet constantly. <laughs> just gonna jerk off with some feet. <laughs> just fucking his desk. He's just got pictures of fucking girls' dogs all over the jizz stained fucking. Pictures. I don't know what I'm doing, man. <laughs> Fucking out of control. Too many feet. Can't take it. He's like the fat feet version of shame. He just fucking <laughs> throwing it all away for some fucking feet pics. Jesus Christ, dude! Fucking get beyond the feet, get to the pussy. What the fuck are you doing around toes? He just fucking loses it when he fucking sees a goddamn pinky toe. I don't fucking get that shit at all. At weird. what point does it wear off? The knee? No, it's just the foot. Just the foot. So ankle high and you're done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you don't understand about the word foot. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not like you're going. Oh, he likes pussy. Where's that end? The fucking <laughs> belly button. <laughs> Where's uh, that? Fez is curious. Yeah, he's curious. And Zeech, you forgive him. We're all back to. No. Oh, good. No, I don't forgive him, because he's never forgiven me about anything. No, it's true, too. You guys fucking don't like each other. By the way, his wife, you're showing that thing, she does have some nice little feet. Yeah, they're nice. That's all he fucking can think about. She's just giving him foot jobs all day long. Well, you know, that's what they're into. God bless them both for it. Yeah, they love it. She's loving it. I hope Peyton fucking likes feet. Maybe he'll go. <laughs> uh, Jim, you're on running fest. Hey, what's up, boys? Um, I think uh, Mumble's up there in Boston. I hate to say this, I agree with Deets on this. I thought that never came out of my mouth, but he has as much claim to uh, the, the the past as uh, our shit dick mayor has to the Giants. Is there any proper first? And uh, I'm shocked that um, 
says he had or, uh, Cheerios in his house. I thought the only cereal he would have was Fruit Loop. You seriously took forever to get to a fucking joke. You seriously deliver a joke worse than any fucking human being in history. Hey, you. Stop. And what year is this that Fruit Loop is still, or a fruit? That guy's a fruit over there. Toucan Sam. That, that fella is nothing but a fruit, my friend. <laughs> He's a little light in the loafers. Go back to the Blake Ripon uh, monster dog okay. so I can just fucking see it again. It's pretty ridiculous. Now I fucking want to. Uh, I gotta get a new NBA jams. That team's owner is really a terrible person. Why? Well, give me all the fucking insight. Donald Sterling um, had a lot of problems with. Uh, he, I believe he owns a lot of apartment complexes or something, and has like openly said like bad things about minorities and all. He's the worst NBA owner. People do not like him at all. Well, what bad things has he said about I minorities? Am, I am currently getting the exact quote. I mean, that's a fucking hell of a thing to throw out. <laughs> and, then, and then not no, 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 to back it, right it out he, with. There's been many accusations about racism and housing discrimination. In fact, when I typed his name into Google right now, the first result was Donald Sterling racist. Well, let's hear something All right, uh, on November, other than the fucking rumor. On November 15th, uh, 2005, the Associated Press reported that Sterling had been ordered to pay $5 million in fees to a plaintiff's attorney in case of him trying to drive out non-Korean tenants, particularly blacks and Latinos, at apartments he owned in Los Angeles. Again, was that racism or just trying to get paids? I don't know. It sounds You've got to find a racist statement the guy made. <laughs> you just can't say, oh, he's trying, you know, we know that he runs uh, a, a fucking place where for low-income housing, so people are going to get fucking thrown out. He, he, um, he, he once said of his Hispanic tenants... They, he doesn't like to rent to them because they smoke, drink, and just hang around the building, and that black tenants smell and attract vermin. Hmm. That's fucking racist. <laughs> uh, Dan, you're on a Fez. Good morning, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Fez, you sound like a million bucks today. Hey, guys, I got a little insight. The Mannings just opened up a really huge restaurant down here in New Orleans, so I don't see... Uh, Peyton coming back to play with this big investment he just made. It's a pretty big setup they got. Y'all should check it out online. Well, why wouldn't you come back when you got a big fucking investment? You want to keep making money. What? This is a gold-plated fucking restaurant? How much now, fucking money could a real estate be? Here's some fucking... I'm, I'm over reading the things on the iBang. Somebody named Rutgers Kev goes, Huh? If Peyton is retiring, how is Ursa garbage? That makes no sense. You make no sense! Fuck. Hicks is trying to tell you the man is being run out of fucking football. He's getting fucked with. Because he said that his, he was said that his friends all got fired in the fucking offseason. What don't you fucking get, Rutgers Kev? I'm glad your coach went to Tampa. Good. Good. Rutgers will never fucking come back from that. And I believe uh, it was Tampa. Everybody at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Go. Yeah. Oh, I'm the only, only one. one person did it. Oh. Uh, but seriously, I do like, I want us all just to fucking jam in here together. So the entire show, seriously, is just a fucking scream. Um, here's what everybody's talking about. And Hicks, this is also number one of your big fucking stories today. And that is the word hipster. Mm. Now, you yourself are a hipster. No, I'm not. I'm not a hipster. I'm just a guy from Astoria. When the hipsters of the world get together, they call Hicks boss man. I, I kind of like that fucking title. All right, I'll start and call you Boss Man if you want. <laughs> yeah, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt 
got called out as being a hipster from a crowd, and he actually defined the word hipster. All right, let's take a listen. A hipster to me is someone who kind of dresses up like they're an artist, but they don't actually make anything. <laughs> so, Yay, said the hipsters. Hipster, you go fuck yourselves, because that makes you all a goddamn fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's fair. People are like, you wear skinny jeans, but I don't like These are 501s, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking straight. All right, let's hear it for Black Hole quickly. All right, now, here's the thing about this kid. He did do 500 days of fucking summer. Yeah. And that 50-50 movie, too. You think that's a hipster movie? It's kind of hipstery. I mean, he's really blown the fuck up in the last two years. It's He's been in a lot of movies. All right, somebody left a hipster joke here. I'm going to try for you, Hicks. All right. How many hipsters does it take to screw in a light bulb? Um, none. I have the answer on vinyl. Okay. See, there's the thing. There's the joke. The hipsters. Uh, how many hipsters does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? It's a really obscure number. You've probably never heard of it before. <laughs> there you go. And then Five Hole writes, uh, I like light bulbs before they were cool. That's were always cool. I only, but only if it's a vintage black light bulb. There's a lot of hipster light bulb jokes. That's Rufus Jones, uh, Drunk Epiphany, and Paris Charlie all working together. Jesus. Fucking crushing it with the fucking hipster jokes. Now, Five Hole writes about hipsters... Astoria is filled with them, yeah. and they all look like lobster fishermen. <laughs> Hicks, you look exactly like a lobster fisherman. <coughs> yeah, I, I have a crazy beard. Sure. I'll go on Deli's Catch. Uh, here's one. It's um, easy to spot the hipster douchebag who'll be wearing a number 12 Patriots jersey Sunday. Um. um. Then uh, Nicodads said this, don't insult, insult uh, Zoe Deschanel, she's amazing. She's also the princess of the hipsters. Oh, she's a hipster, yeah, she's the uh, hipster fucking dream girl. She has that title. Um, if you have to defend yourself from on being a hipster, you are a hipster. I'm not a hipster. And then Jerk Store Sean says, fuck him. He hasn't done a damn thing worth watching since Third Rock from the Sun. Well, you'll see when he plays Riddler next year. Oh, he was good in Brick. He's not playing the Riddler. He's playing a beat cop, from what I understand, in the next Batman. It's still going to be great. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, all these are up here. I had never heard, no, I'm not making this up, a single hipster joke. So anything that you uh, leave up there on the uh, JGL... I'll be glad to read. Uh, David, go ahead. How the hipster burned his mouth on the pizza. I don't know. He ate it before it was cool. See, I don't know. I see. I never know any of these hipster fucking jokes. I'm loving them. And every time you tell a hipster joke, part of Chris Stanley dies. Oh. I mean, I guess they shouldn't be attacked, even though I'm not a hipster. No one ever says that they are a hipster. So even Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's hysterical. He's a fucking big celebrity. And he's got to sit there and go, I'm not a fucking... I'm not wearing tight jeans. I'm wearing 501s. <laughs> it's great. 
He has to fuck. Why do you have to defend yourself? Yeah, but he does have a skinny tie on. That's kind of hysterical. Maybe he's mod or even new wave. They're very in this season. But why do you have to fucking seriously cry about your label? Because I think hipster is just something that no one just adds any positivity to. Well, this is very good news for you and your hipster buddy, Fred. Uh, the Bluth family is coming back. It is 100% confirmed. And Netflix will have the Bluth family. There's a picture of the entire family. Arrested Development back. Uh, send me Fred in, would you? Um, but first, let's get to a hipster joke. Here's Jeff. Jeff, what do you got for me? Uh, not, not. Who's there? Hipster. Hipster who? I'd rather not say. Doesn't even make any fucking sense. No. Doesn't make fucking sense. Mike, you're on Ren Fez. Hey, uh, how many uh, how many times does Chris Stanley order takeout in a week? Is this a joke or this is an actual question? No, it's, it's a hipster joke. Come on, play with me. Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You've never heard of those restaurants anyway. It's pretty much. It says, yeah, it's the same it's joke. It takes forever to get there. Never heard anything. I was really high. I, I got my jokes. two hipsters together now. Well, Fred and Fred's Chris Stanley. What? Would you consider Fred a hipster? Yeah, with those ironic T-shirts. It's not even like a brand. It's just like a weird striped T-shirt. And well, that is really more of to me like a third grader shirt. <laughs> and then what does he do for a living? Animator. I'm an animator, Come man. On. And his. Fucking cartoons were so obscure and weird. Mm -hmm. His love of the fact that he wouldn't put no effects on his fucking top I ten list. God, it's, Look, it's Fat Mike's birthday. I shop at a thrift oh, store is it? because yeah. I can't afford real stores. Okay, sure. You shop at a, a thrift store because it's so cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at this old stuff. It's vintage, man. Come on. I mean, why does he some, say man? I bet that some, is cool. I bet some crackhead used to have this in the cell that's the Salvation Army. I wonder if somebody died in this shit. That would make it so cool. <laughs> that's what you do. Why don't you just uh, wear the... Uh, if you do anything, you should just be wearing those fucking overalls that, were, uh, that Owen Wilson fucking sport at that time. That should be your only luck. Do it. Let's get everybody wearing those. <laughs> the Lawn Wranglers? Yeah, the Lawn Wranglers. Right. They're good. pretty cool. I mean, there's great guys, and I'm, I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I lost it. Did you ever Did even you have, have it, it to lose? Who that man? What was his name in that? Kumar? It was Kumar no. and the Applejack. But here's the like thing. I, indignant. But uh, Applejack was the guy who lost it, or... Applejack, no, 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 Kumar, Kumar was, lost it. Kumar was lost it. He was like the safe cracker. All right, who would be our Kumar? Who was the guy that oh, no, we I, all trusted? And then he, who was that? Applejack. Yeah, You're I fucking Applejack driving me nuts. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. Well, okay. let's go watch it tonight. All right. Yeah. Did you ever even have it to lose, man? And then Kumar was confused. He didn't know who Applejack was. He says, "Who's that man?" <laughs> He's like, <"What's> "Applejack, <laughs> Kumar." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. This is mine. No, they're not going to catch me because I'm innocent. What a great fucking movie. It's really fucking cool. That's a great picture of all them together. Yeah. The Long Wranglers, they're a fucking great bunch of guys, except for sometimes you go over there and they throw water on you instead of letting you in. All right, they did it again. And they have weird parties. Sure they do. I want to go to that party. <laughs> I want to hang out with all those fucking guys.
One of these days, you're going to be all alone, and I'll be right there laughing in your fucking face. <laughs> what the fuck? What a crazy bastard. My favorite part of that is when Future Man starts to laugh. When everyone else is laughing, he laughs to make fun of their laugh like this. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I will fucking rewind that thing. All right. Let's get back into this. Now that you finally got the only thing that you've ever wanted in your life. Yeah. The rumors have been going on for so long. They, Years now. I yeah. didn't believe them because they're always like, oh, it's going to come back. It's going to be a movie. And you're just like, yeah. I, you know, and, you know, it. Uh, it, it never would fucking stop. But now that it's here, does it feel like the best idea in the world? I start, Arrested Development back? Starting to get a little nervous about it, actually. Now that it's happened, I am fucking nervous as shit. I think maybe it should have stayed dead. Now I, that I got what I want, I don't know if I want it. Because maybe because it was just real. It was a really great fucking what two and a half seasons basically. And Doesn't then it gone. seem like a lot? It was a lot. Of That's episodes. more than Ricky Gervais will give you with a fucking yeah series. American seasons. Also, is, any, is anything ever really good when you revisit it? Like girls, food, restaurants, anything. When you remember it as being great. Even though you try often to revisit it, is it ever as good as you remember it? Fuck. Because you've made me think about this now, too. I was really excited, and now I'm just like, uh, wait. <laughs> what if it isn't as good? <laughs> yeah, what would we do? I mean, why would it be as good? Everybody had moved on. Everything's changed. For done, a, done other things. I mean, they set the precedent that if you complain enough, they can bring a TV show back. Like, it never well, first used to of all, happen. they bring a lot of shit back even that you didn't want. Where they're fucking doing the fake A-team and shit like that. Dallas is coming but, back but next year. But those are year. like remakes. This is like the original show that they're bringing back. The Dallas TV show was coming back next Sunday, next summer, f from 30 years. What wow. the fuck? Why? Why? <laughs> because they don't know what to do with this TV box. I guess now 2.0 is still on the air down, too. Well, the, the, the new version. Okay. That was from 20 years ago. Yeah, it is 20 years now. You hipsters fucking moaned and complained just the way you all got Family Guy back and then hated it the second it got I back. Never, I never. This blows. Because they just came back with what they thought people wanted. The show was just the same jokes recycled. It was nothing new. Like, we like Family Guy because it was something different when it first came out. And then it was just the same shit. Maybe uh, Tobias will paint himself green this time. Here's Ray. Ray, you're on Run How's it going, guys? What uh, did one hipster say to the other? I don't know what. Oh, uh, you haven't heard that one yet? It's the delivery that makes these blow. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chicago. Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, what's with the glasses these hipsters fucking wear? They're, they're clear, they're see-through. They're not protecting them from sun. No. Is this light. a joke or is this just a statement? No, just, just a statement. <laughs> yeah, well, we're doing what's jokes. What's with these fucking things? Well, I yeah, don't want to seriously. Joke. It's funny. <laughs> It's why they don't have a prescription for these fucking glasses. I just What's think, like, when you're fucking commenting on other people's uh, fashion sense, you couldn't sound older. You couldn't sound older. Oh, it's crazy. The worst <laughs> thing that you could possibly do is look what these kids are wearing today. Yeah. Look at the way they keep their pants. That's how you it know. just makes you sound like you're a million. Look at their crazy neck beards. I wouldn't wear that, would you? No. Ugh. In my day, we did something else. 
something much more comforting. We wore jeans, and we liked them because they were comfortable. Uh-huh. And our jeans fit normally. They were That's called right. bell-bottoms. And we had our side of town, and the blacks had their side of town. What? Do you own the Clippers? Oh, you won't get off that. You hate that guy, huh? Um, Nat, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B., have you got a chance to check out the show uh, Portlandia with Fred Armisen? Dude, uh, what do you... Uh, do you not even listen to the show at all? Dude, I'm sorry. I've, I've had some time off. I've been at school and working. I well, this last year. Yeah, I had man. it before the show came out. I was in the Portlandia before it was cool. Uh, by the way, Portlandia, now if you go to YouTube, half the sketches that people do are done in the Portlandia fucking style. Yeah. And people will forget that Fred ever even did SNL. Like, his work... He was on for 10 years. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but his work on Portlandia has already surpassed the rat-a-tat-tat-jokeness of, uh, of SNL. Yeah, there's a there's a spoof of I think it's called Brooklandia, where it's like Portlandia. It's and hideous, hideous, really bad, really fucking bad. Um, now now this will become the new shit, shit says oh, shit. Please don't. Shit says. Please. I'm not saying I'm bringing it up again. Please, I can't fucking. <laughs> I get ninety shit fucking dogs say. Uh, the other dog sent to me day. They're great when they're poorly edited too, and there's a lot of dead space. In <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit says. This is now becoming shit. People say about shit. People say. Hey, <laughs> there it is. Let's get it. I'm trying here. to go viral. Shit college freshmen say. Oh shit my god, Asian this is so say. true. Shit everyone says. Shit girlfriends say. Shit Siri says. Shit girls say. Shit girls don't say. Shit single girls say. Shit what girls was the original say. shit? Uh, shit girls say. Um, hold on, now I got a big hipster joke. Go ahead, yes. Todd. Hey, Ron and Fez. Your guys' show was cool like 10 years ago. Anyways, my hipster joke. How do you get a hipster girl wet? Uh, how's that? You pop one of her blisters. Oh, it's fucking just stupid. Now, on the other hand, this show was cool ten years ago. <laughs> That's so cool. what you made was an actual fucking statement. There's no irony there. No, it's just fucking. It's just true. Uh, Red Bear, what do you got for me, buddy? What do you get at a hipster yard sale? What's that? Useless shit. Um. <laughs> It's just like angry people yeah, yelling no, out hipsters. People fucking hate other people that are cool. It's why I don't like to join in the anti-hipster stuff, because it fucking seriously makes it sound like you've got a Journey 8-track tape in your car. Shit angry people say about hipsters. Uh, Moby. Hey, how does a hipster do a radio show? How's that? He does two hours of a man trying to get a cat to talk. Um, here's our buddy Andy in Cleveland. Yeah. Hey, how many hipsters does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Well, we're not really talking about change. It's more of a redistribution of light. <laughs> Andy, that's a $31,000 joke. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. <laughs> uh, who do we like better than Andy in Cleveland? I don't know if there's anybody. And I would have said Lady Trucker, but, but she's we, banned for life. That's why I thought of immediately, but I can't really bring. How her long did you want to ban her for? I said like a month. I think mm. it'd be fine, you know. But see, we don't know if it's going to be fine again because it could just become the same thing again. I just don't understand the complaining when all we've ever done is try to be friends. She's nice to her. <laughs> then all we've ever been is nice to her. 
don't understand. What's she going to listen to in that truck now? Oh, she's allowed to listen. She just can't oh. be part of the gang. I can't fucking turn off her radio from here. I thought we had I a switch. We'd, we'd be sitting in silence. No one would hear us. <laughs> Shit, Christian, say to What? What is it? Shit, Christian, say to Jews. Right, let me just hear one. Okay. See if it makes any fucking sense. Seven thousand hits. Oh, there's Mike Lee in black with a commercial. Sure. He does very, very well in the world of commercials. He loves doing commercials. And the hipsters love him. Yeah. Everybody should love him. They Mike still Lee. love the state. They love everybody from the state. Oh, yeah. Pretty for a Jew. But you don't look Jewish. Hey, God, this picture makes you look like you aren't even Jewish at all. Are you I just turned this off, seriously. <laughs> How does that have that many hits? How many That's is that? Terrible. Seven hundred thousand hits. Yeah, because she's a big titted Jew out there, just fucking. <laughs> the end of titties. Check this shit out, dog. Because it is. It, it, here's how Dave fucked up. If he would have called it shit, Tom Brady says he'd have been on top of the world. <laughs> shit, whip guys say. Fezzi, you started this show so strong with your tiny little cereal, and now you got quiet again. Uh, yeah. We got into an area you don't understand? Yeah, I, I was trying to think of a hipster joke. Well, you're not a caller. You're one no. of us. You When <laughs> when you're at home, do the caller's assignments. Uh, I don't know. Yesterday, my favorite thing was Fred attempting to be mean for the first time in his life. I was fucking... And I'm not... I don't like laughing. That makes me different than most people on the radio. I feel like it fucking weakens me and steals energy away. But that fucking had me laughing yesterday. Your inability just to do a put down. I don't. I don't know how I could say something bad to Fez. I, I mean, can't imagine that when you were younger, you ever hung out with more than one person at a time. No. I never could see fucking him standing around with like seven, eight dudes on a crew in a corner. Or yeah. <laughs> fucking corner boys talking their shit. I don't know. Corner kids scared the shit out of me. I hated. I hated a group of any kind of like people sort of riffing. It, I don't know. It scared me. Maybe that's because you away. because you've never ended a fucking sentence. Maybe. You gotta stop trailing off. <laughs> Happy trails <laughs> to you. You bumbling, stumbling fuck. Uh, Happy trails to you. I feel like I'm standing on a corner. Just put a fucking plug in it, dude. Don't fucking just keep going until you're exhausted. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's never got to a period, he just runs out of oxygen. He speaks like a paper airline, a paper airplane flies. No, he speaks like a paper airline. <laughs> They're not very successful. <laughs> By the way, Chucker Hat is his attempt. He's like a corporate hipster. Mm-hmm. Become pre-framed. Like, I see some of the, the suits down there. Right. Bust out the flannel on a Friday. Right. You bust out the flannel. <laughs> I bust out the flannel every day, baby, because I'm young and hip. <laughs> I just wear this because my head's big and it's the only hat that fits properly. Hex, you're going to be the coolest kid in the cancer ward. <laughs> hey, guys, let's go to the fucking show. I don't care. I'm still going to keep on smoking. <laughs> All right, shit, everyone says to talk. Burr, 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 burr. Kevin, you're on a Fez. Yo. Yeah. 
if you drive a dirty Subaru Outback with bumper stickers, you might be a hipster. Thank you. Kevin, you're in Fez. Kevin. Hey, what, hey buddy, uh, what did one hipster say to the other? Tell me. Hi, Pepper, I'm UCB Fred. Oh, come on. That's my favorite fucking joke, because it's true. Why would I introduce myself to him like that, though? Sometimes you do. You're a fucking paper airline. (laughs) Did you hear they're starting a whole new paper airline? Bye. (laughs) By the way, Fred, I know that you like fucking cool artistic projects. Did you see the people flying over New York thing that we have up on the iBank? I did. It is so fucking great, and yet I never even heard of it. It had to get on the internet. Why wasn't this on the news? It's awesome. These guys must have had some fat cash if they could afford to fly a fucking camera around, too. These are nice cameras, too. I like, yeah, they're beautiful cameras. I like watching a nice, high-quality video. Like It's just really beautiful to even watch. I will agree that when they started doing the docs now online, that they're just fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But why should it look better than real life? That's my problem. Why should video look better than real life? Oh, my God. Those people are flying. Whoa. Now, to me, that looks better than CGI. That's awesome. I would rather have that shot in a movie. They have like some kind of like helicopter camera thing. It's ridiculous. It is a helicopter camera thing. Yeah. Or paper airline. So that's leaving Jersey there, right? It's amazing. Yeah. That's the Jersey side. This is even like legal? Like this looks terrifying. It's a kite. Or like well, why are you always trying to fucking be on the side of the cops and get people busted? Yeah. Why? Let's, uh, let's maybe just fucking send this to NYPD, their fucking YouTube account. Call Keith the cop, and he'll fucking plant dope on these guys. <laughs> that was my favorite call yesterday. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we, have to. we gotta make it stick. That fucking looks real to me. It's awesome. That, that picture completely looks like three dudes flying around. You would have thought there had at least been reports of people calling 911 saying there's a man flying over the Brooklyn Bridge. That, um, by the way, you you live in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Do you ever go over that carousel that's lined up there? No, I see it on the, the train ride over sometimes. But it looks really fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. I like an old carousel. Yeah. I used to go to this uh, park when I was a kid. It was like for my dad's fucking work picnics and shit. And it was old school. It was called Lenape Park. And almost everything there was like either wooden or mechanical. Oh, nice. It was really old, old old little uh, park of amusements ride. So it was like a wooden fucking carousel, wooden roller coaster. And then you would get in this fun house and there would just be these giant gears turning these things, oh, right? But instead of being afraid of things, you'd be more afraid of giant gears getting caught in them. <laughs> oh, I lost a hand going into the fucking fun Like, house. gear work is just fucking amazing to me still. It looks like, awesome. I still wouldn't be able to figure it out. That's like a big part of the steampunk type art movement. They love putting gears and shit into stuff. You know, steampunk are the only LARPers that I think that I really like. Now, would you call steampunks kind of hipsters? Is that a hipster no, thing to do? No, because they're kind of nerdy people. They they legitimately enjoy steampunk. There's no real irony there. So it has to be irony that makes you I a hipster. I think it's kind of like, yeah, people think they're being like, oh, I kind of like this because it, it, it's dorky, but I like it ironically. I like to make fun of... 
Yeah, like they'll wear a lot of like really nerdy things, like you know, classically nerdy things from like the early '60s, and they'll they'll kind of like appropriate that and and try and make it look cool. Or steampunk, they're just like, I just want to look like a steampunk. Um, bros, you're on the Run of Fez show. I, Ronnie, I can't believe you just mentioned Lenape Park. How many people actually can remember that place? I no. think I had my first kiss there. What was the dude's I, it name? Wasn't, my, wasn't the scout leader either. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They used to use it for scouting, right? Yeah, I think I went with my elementary school a couple times. Um, yeah, it was just so old school and so sweet. And I never found out what they did with that carousel. I know they fixed it up and gave it to somebody, but I don't know who. It went somewhere. Who knows? It could have went somewhere. But was, uh, Lenape was named after the Indians out yeah. there. I guess we just took their campground and uh, just put our own shit down. Yeah, it was the Lenape Indians, which were peace-loving Indians that were destroyed by the white man. Oh, you know, the really funny thing about East Coast Indians is, like, none of them were fighters. You no, know no. what I mean? Yeah. It was, wasn't until you got out west that those fuckers got crazy on you. Yeah, like Apaches. Yeah. They, they were just like ruthless. But the East Coast dudes were just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad. I can't believe you guys came here all the way from Europe in a boat. Hey, let me show you this thing we got. It's called corn. I think you're really going to like it. We call it maize, but call it whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, whatever. We think it's amazing. Now, if I was a fucking Indian... I honestly think I would be like, we've got to invent a fucking jacket, though. I just can't. They were happy not having a lot of things. They were just happy with their life. They didn't, you know, they weren't like a they culture They had no that, sense of ownership. Yeah, they weren't a culture that felt like, you know, a lot of times, you know, when they build stuff, they'd have to, like, insult spirits and, like, the land. They felt, you know, they didn't feel like they owned Basically. They didn't even understand ownership. No. It just didn't exist for them. That's fucking crazy. And it's like, for us... It would almost like imagine a world that doesn't have monogamy. Like, why would one person somehow feel that they could tell another person what to do? Yeah. Now, when you really think about it, the, uh, and it is a fucking monogamy is a very strange fucking thing too. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I don't want you being with that person and enjoying yourself. No more for you. Yeah, just do what I tell you to do, <laughs> and likewise. Poor Indian bastards. Of course, they were. They really got the shit kicked out of them. I wonder what they did the first time there was a blonde person that they saw. You know what I mean? They must have been like, whoa. Like when whoa. Spanish dudes came over there, like, yeah, you look like a person. You think they thought they were like cold or something? I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you look cold. What's wrong with you? His head's on fire. Fucking... Oh, yeah. Well, what were the Indians where you grew up? Um, Paul Hatton. Powhatan. See, so many of the East Coast ones aren't even famous. No, they're they're like the James. Well, I guess they're kind of notable because they were like the first ones because they're around the, like the Jamestown settlement. So, you know, those are kind of like the first ones that the. They I wonder why with. the Jamestown people didn't go look. Here's how we should live like Indians, instead of just trying to make it like a European fort. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we just be in some tents and travel around? Like the thing about those guys is like they just moved around. They yeah, just stayed on the cruise, you know, like freaked out the Europeans. They're just been this there's just these city the city they were just city life motherfuckers. They were loving Right. And then the if you see a lot of these like East Coast guys, like the Maryland Indians would only be on the Chesapeake Bay like in the summer for the fish and stuff. And then they would move down into like the Carolinas during the winter and then you know, when it to be a little warmer and then move back up again and just 
we're in this flow with the seasons. Or we're just like, we want everything to be exactly the same That's all right. the time. Never move. We have to make it look like Europe Junior over here. <laughs> Europe <laughs> Junior. I don't know. They came over looking for gold. They just wanted all the stuff that they had. They just wanted more of it. They just wanted like a different place where they could get it. Um, Matt, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ron. There's a place in um, Pennsylvania called Kenerbal's Amusement Park, and it has all the old school rides, though. It's absolutely fantastic. you got to check it out sometime. Where's it? What, what town? I don't know. It's up uh, east or west of the Poconos, uh, somewhere up there. But it's uh, Kenerbal's with a K. K-N-O-E. Yeah, we're looking it up right now. West of the Poconos. Yeah, it, it's really, really cool. It's got all the old, old school roller coasters and stuff. Wow. Well, even Hershey Park has the old wooden roller coasters. Yeah. Have uh, you been to Hershey? I've been to Hershey. I went to Hershey Park once. Now, their thing, you know, well, they also have newer roller coasters, too. But the old roller coaster was just supposed to be one thing. The train whose brakes don't work anymore. Oh, that was the point of a roller coaster. <laughs> hey, this would be like if the train's brakes went out. We're here to freak you the fuck out. Yeah, no one thought of fucking twirls and fucking whips and all that. Just like regular fucking track, <laughs> but the brakes don't work. <laughs> and it's all wood. Um... Now, if you were the Europeans who came here, how long do you think it would have been before you would uh, have turned on the Indians? I mean, you're a fucking nice guy, but... Probably like two months after you saw that they're kind of like really nice. Because Europeans are kind of bastards, and they kind of looking to take advantage of people. All right, but what about just you yourself, like though? Me and myself? Back yeah. In time. Would you think you would have been the type of dude who'd been like, "We're just going to stay friendly"? Yeah, I think I would have stayed friendly with them. I don't. I probably wouldn't. Have what about you, Hicks? Uh, I think it would have come down to if we're like fucking starving and they won't give us right. some shit, and we had to fucking go to war or whatever to get to live. Then yeah, that's the point. I'm fucking. See, the about. thing with me, maybe I'm more honest with myself than you guys. I'd have been shooting them from the boat. I just yeah, I just have to think if I see someone new and they're wearing their hair differently than me, oh, I'm going to just take that as an aggressive mood. And just, just wipe them out immediately? Yes. Why not see what they have to offer? They have I, a really nice culture. I'm nervous that I'm not gonna like it. Maybe like learn a language or something or No, I don't like to learn other languages. Those Indian languages are crazy too. I'm not even crazy about when they I felt like the white man forced me to speak English, and I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I just like my own language, baby talk. I love that talk. That baby talk. That's the way I spoke. Um, Jamie, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. If a tree falls in the middle of the woods and no one's around to hear it, will the hipster buy a soundtrack? Why are the people who who hate hipsters sound like such dicks to me? Because they are. They almost. They feel like the guys that fucking killed um, Captain America at the end of the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like those fucking dudes. Hi, hey, what are you doing in this town? I think they're just jealous. They're just jealous that they're not cool. Mm. I just feel like when you start to fuck with kids. You become like you're driving a truck in Easy Rider instead of a motorcycle. <laughs> and you're just sitting there fucking getting the finger from Captain America while you fucking shoot him with a shotgun. Oh, shit. 
That being said, the hipster joke community is quite large. I guess it is. You're just jealous. By the way, a lot of people liked your new uh, Jack White yesterday, Hicks. It's good shit. Love Interruption. I listened to that song like five times last night. This is the song I keep listening to. It's Giants time in the Super Bowl. Eli Manning and Antrell Rowe. Gonna win. Yeah. Dominate, baby. Gonna fuck the shit out of Tom Brady. That's right. Lawrence Times kicking in your face. Yeah. Tom Coughlin, give me some bass. Bob Dylan said, Gonna fuck the shit out of Tom Brady. Tickle me, Elmo. No, tackle me, Ose. Belichick, Brady, all pussy and pussy. Giants Cape Fear. Eli's Max Katie. Gonna ruin your boat. Badly, Tom Brady. Break it down, Roy Schaefer. Come on. It's a David Max Sports Program. Subscribe on iTunes, Daddy. And listen on Sirius XM. Yeah, we all know what time it is. Giants time. Yeah. Fuck time. Blue man. That's right. Time to rape Tom Brady. Fred, do you even watch the Super Bowl? or? Yeah, I watch the Super Bowl. You just draw during it. You know, I like to keep a little notepad next to me. What are you doing for Super slow. Bowl this year? Um, I don't know. I get out of uh, UCB right as the Super Bowl starts, so I don't... <laughs> Uh, and you're not a hipster. You're not a fucking hipster. <laughs> you're getting out of your improv class just as the Super Bowl starts. How do you not see that as hipster? I, I don't know. It's just you're an illustrator who's taking an improv class. Living in Brooklyn. Door, living in Brooklyn. These are my dreams. I don't understand what's so funny about I'm glad them. that you're living your dreams, but also embrace the term hipster. All right. Fine. When you're at the thrift shop. That's right, I'm getting some new, some new shirts. You've got nothing to fucking feel bad about. Hope you wash them before you wear them. Of course I wash them. Pussy. Oh. <laughs> Anyone who washes their clothes is a pussy. <laughs> I mean, he just bought it brand new from the Salvation Army. It's good Well, to he know. doesn't want to have their old fucking cooties on yeah. it. Yeah. Some, some kid was wearing this before me. I gotta wash it off. Some child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that kid was murdered, and now you end up with his shirt. Hey, Sway. Sway always likes to check in. He gives me fist bumps in the hallway every time. Yeah. I feel really cool. It's like Kurt Loder's giving you a fist bump. Boy, he drops the name Kurt Loder when he talks about Sway every single That's time. That's the second time. Well, because I said it to you that one other time. That's the only time I've did ever you, said it. Did it get a reaction then? Yeah, you smirked. I no, I smirked at you. Not with? Like, we weren't smirking. No. no one smirks with. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Sway's the best, everybody. Let's get let's everybody likes Sway. Out our, yeah. Taste out of our mouth. Sway in his headwear. It's great. Love Sway. Awesome. I call him John. Why are you calling John? I think it's his Sway. name. Sway Calloway. Bow, 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 bow. Well, there he's with Obama. Sweet. Dude, I saw this fucking great doc from 2006 last night. Um, it was about New York cops actually used to target and watch hip-hop guys come in and out of town and follow them 
and like follow them around like they were the CIA or something. That's crazy. That sounds awesome. And every hip hopper would be like West Coast guys, would be like, as soon as I fucking get here, there's a car following me, and everyone thought they were paranoid. <laughs> Until the New York cops were sharing it with all their bureaus and shit. Holy and the shit. Miami cops gave away this dossier what? on every fucking rapper, whether you were really popular or not popular at all. Good God. They're just fucking rappers. Uh, I see, I think a couple months ago, it came out like they released um, ODBs and the Wu Tang Clan's oh, yeah. fucking. Uh, Arrest reports, uh, and they were constantly following them and constantly tra- busting Bodie balls. They, they treated Wu Tang as a gang, as yeah. a, a gang organization. They treated hip hop as if it was organized crime. It's fucking crazy. Shouldn't be just having cops just fall around fucking rappers all day long. No, well, Keith's got to make a living too. Plant some pot on him. I don't think he's got to plant anything. No, no. come on. <laughs> I listen to the Snoop Dogg. Um, let's go over here to Matt. Matt, you're in fest. Hey, boys. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about that amusement park, Knobles. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, free admission, free parking. Uh, you don't even have to buy their food there. You can uh, bring your own picnic basket, use their pavilions. Bring, bring your own rides. <laughs> uh, you can't bring your own rides, but... Uh, Why not? Rides, you can uh, bring your own picnic cool. basket. Come on. Picnic basket. <laughs> he it's weird. He yeah. fucked up, and you know he didn't. Mean it. <laughs> the you know he didn't mean it. it. You know he didn't mean it. I think he was laughing at the first point because the the um because Matt said picnic basket like Yogi Bear, and then he started laughing at that. Who's Matt? The the caller. Mm, okay. <laughs> and he fucked up and said it wrong himself. I did laugh because he said picnic. 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 Delicious picnic basket. The only fucking person that says picnic basket is Yogi. Yeah. Which I guess is too pussy for you to like. You yeah. only like flying fucking french fries fighting around with pizza. I love yeah. the old Hanna-Barbera stuff. It's great. Who was your favorite? Top Cat is my favorite. Mm, we all love Top Cat best. Top Cat. Um, TC. You, you just fucking swayed away during the like sentence? Ball. Huckleberry's cool guy. Huckleberry Hound. He's cool. I'm the only one here. Um, it is the Run of Fez show. It is a Tuesday, a terrific Tuesday, mm-hmm. during a super Super Bowl week. Um, we got into this debate yesterday of whether or not that Zietz is happy that his team made it. <laughs> he feels, you feel almost like you're having less fun. Yeah, uh, I think I think G Baby mentioned it when he called like how he's excited to enjoy the game and watch his favorite team in it. I find the game significantly less enjoyable when the uh-huh. Patriots are in it. it. It's fun for your team to make it, and of course you want them to, but the stress is far greater than if than last year when it was just Packers Steelers. I I didn't. I was like, this is fun. I like watching the game, but this year I'm I'm fucking. So it's out the caring that takes the fun out of it for you. Yeah. It's I don't understand because if if uh, if you're watching two teams play, you're into it. You maybe pick one you root for. But if somebody throws an interception, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. But if Tom Brady throws a pick or something goes wrong for the Patriots, I'm going according to, lose to Fez, my and shit. I want everyone, all of us to write this down because no one else is saying it. Fez has got him for a pick six. Yep. And what if he doesn't throw it, Fez? What will you pay? Uh, I'll get Zito breakfast again. Oh, great. <laughs> That's why we can't have fun here, Fez. We can't have fun because you don't pay up. 
you went and fucking lined up this pick six. No one else is talking about it. Pick fucking six. You could fucking bring it back and do it. That shit happens. Now, and now it stops. And now it just ends here on a quip. Instead of being something that expands and is a storyline for you. I will say this, Zeitz. Because I do disagree because I think you want your team there for full excitement. But I don't know if it's your team and you love them in the way, let's say, that uh, Hard Rock Johnny loves his Giants. Which is far more than Dave loves his Giants. Because Dave switches. He said some bad things about them in the beginning of the season. (laughs) And for many seasons now. (laughs) And he actually picked the eggs and said he was now a a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh... But I don't know whether you should have the big party with the fried turkey and the fucking funny, stupid posters up on the wall if you're going to be gut-wrenched by this. You're not going to be able to pay attention to a party. It's not a party. You're just, actually, you're just right. focusing on a goddamn game. Perhaps you need to watch the game by yourself. Yeah. When the and bu- then when you win, show up at the party like, can you fucking believe it? Yeah. We fucking did it. I've been saying this whole time there would be a pick six. Yeah. We fucking swore it. Hell yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. I yeah. even I know a guy that, that dropped five grand to go to the game. Mm-hmm. And, and part of me is like, that's so much. If your team then doesn't win, not only are you having a terrible day because your team didn't win, but you spent $5,000. Dude, I had a friend who went in, you know, Fucking off-market tickets, like, you know, getting scalped four Super Bowls in a row for the Buffalo Bills. He was my agent at the time. And every fucking Super Bowl he would go to. And he wouldn't go by himself. He took his kid brother, went with two friends. He's Mr. I'm fucked. We're going to do it. They're all fucking happy. And, you know, those last couple, they didn't even, they weren't even in the games. You know, they're just like, fuck, this is like getting a shit beat out of you. God, that's horrible. Um, it's the worst experience imaginable. Here's Jim Cleveland. You're on Fez. Uh, Zito's a dick, and basically because I live in Cleveland, lived here all my life, I, I'd kill to have my team there one time. So the fact that you might not enjoy it, you're just a you're, you're a dick. Uh, no, I'm saying the pressure Come is on. immense comparatively he, to just watching a normal. But game. see, this guy from Cleveland has no idea what kind of pressure even feels like. You've been to four. We, I know in uh, your lifetime. I guess um, we'll make it another year. I mean, if we don't get it this year. You sound just like him. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's guy... amazing what a good Zeno you do. Wow. You know how you're all dumb, like, and basically, like, we don't really do it. I do my have the feet. My <laughs> feet are really large. I love Syracuse. Durr. I do have the deepest voice on the show. Durr. Well, that's not saying a lot, is it? Only in your um, Let's go over here to Dean. Dean, you're on my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, which, which quarterback do you think has the most pressure on him going into the game? No doubt it's Tom Brady, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Eli has nothing to prove the rest of his life. Fuck no, he's fucking doing it, First baby. of all, Eli, most of us would have been shocked to know that he really did turn out. There was a lot of people thought he was going to be one of those quarterbacks who, you know, just didn't make it be in like, the pros. He'd be like the Billy Ripken. Eli... Of- Eli Manning has already won the game. Like he, he he's won the game. He can do. He could throw five picks in the Super Bowl. Would not even really be remembered oh, because God. he beat the eighteen and zero team. He they won that game. It sucked. I hate it as a Patriots fan, but 
he will always be remembered for that game, even if he wins, I'd say, three more Super Bowls. It's That's the one. Now, the yeah, because he's never going to be thought of as one of the greats of all time. You're never going to throw his name in. He could probably even, he could win this and another Super Bowl, and people still wouldn't throw him in with the Montanas of the fucking world. He'd be one of those people like, you got to throw in Eli. People would be, Eli, you say, he won three, and it would be that type it's of It's like I tried to do it for Jim Plunkett. What about Jim Plunkett? Ooh. His parents were blind. He won two Super Bowl rings, Fred. What more do you fucking want from the guy? Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents couldn't even see him play. Just said he they would just be like this. Jim! Jim! Why did he say that? I hear everyone yelling. <laughs> what are all these people in our living room? Jim! Please, Mr. and Mrs. Plunkett, sit down. It's okay. I have to pee! I don't know where a bathroom is! Where's Jim? His parents were- Why is he yelling hot? Because they're fucking hearing. They can pick up anything. <laughs> oh, Jim! Listen to your father! Neither one of us can hear! And also, this you might like this, was a Native American. Oh, very nice. Jim was another word for corn. Who's that fucking guy's picture that you're putting up? Oh, possible booking. I had to just look it up real quick. What has he done? Because the face is familiar. Braveheart. Okay, thank you. Um, Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson. Nice. That's, a big, that's awesome. Ron, would you want Mel Gibson? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they'll do that. They'll I know. Be like this. Uh, question. <laughs> Marlon Brando's ghost. If we can get him. I mean, we're going to have to get a seance going, but you I think might, I got him. You might have to hang around after the show or come in early. <laughs> Jim! Jim, where are you? Everything's black! <laughs> Sit down, Dad. Why were people cheering? Very well. <laughs> Jim, why can't you just play a game that people can listen to? Your father's right, Jim. Neither one of us can see. Sorry I let you down. Would it be weird for you to have blind parents if you were... I mean, like, you probably would go to fucking school wearing the craziest fucking colors. Yeah. If both of them were blind, like how how often does that happen? There's a blind couple in my neighborhood. They both really? have CNI dogs, and they got a kid. They strap the kid to their chest. They walk around with a fucking CNI dog. That just seems horribly unsafe. What do you go <laughs> looking for them? Like it's a fucking show? You think they meant no. to? You think they meant to put the kid on their back and there's? Jim, <laughs> I can't feel you on my back, son. Where are you? I'm right here, Daddy. Oh Jesus Christ! It would be Daddy missed you. <laughs> now, the weirdest thing about that, too, is like, remember when you were a little kid, your mother was always told you that you weren't matching? Like, like constantly I would be yeah. like, I'm leaving the school, not wearing that. You're like, what, what is wrong? Why not? It's a fucking T-shirt. Yeah, and, and your mom would have to say, well, you're wearing galoshes and a fucking towel around your neck. You don't Good match. Luck. Good luck. So your mother was like the first person who would like, and I couldn't even, I'm a, I was like saying to her, like, how do colors not go together? How could there be clashing colors? They're both colors. I would get it put in the form of a question. Fez, does that match? 
And then I would assume no, since the question was even being asked. Why would you assume? Why wouldn't you just go? Uh, yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Why do you, you do make a lot of assumptions that you're wrong? Oh, yeah. Because I am most of the time. Says who? Oh, says me. But why would you say it? Why, why do you assume that you're wrong? Why do you believe that you're wrong? It's just my point about... Ma <laughs> Go ahead, Zitz. Fez, I have a question. Jack. Was this a good breakfast? Absolutely. I was dead on in no, that see, one. No, see, that was one of the times you should have assumed you were wrong. It was very shitty. I, I held it up to Ron in a small plastic bag. Uh, Charlie in Brooklyn, you're in front of Fez. I'll be honest with you. As a Steeler fan, I get irritated that Terry Bradshaw gets no respect whatsoever. Um, he was great. Even he lot. knows that all he did was hand off the fucking ball to Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer. He doesn't even rate himself as one of the of the greatest, and he's awful as a human being. He's seriously just watching him on, on that show is so fucking irritating. He's a douchebag. Didn't he play Matthew McConaughey's dad in a movie? Is that yeah. what Failure to Launch was? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Failure to Launch. It was him and um, the big woman. It's good casting. The big woman. Ka Kathy Bates. Yeah, big Kathy Bates. They played the blind parents. <laughs> I can't tell if you're about to launch. I can't see what's going on. Adam, you're on run fest. Yeah, elementary school. I was a real pain in the ass. That's all I'm going to say. But in elementary school, I, uh, I, I wanted to wear uh, pajamas, and my mom had just had enough. So she's like, fine, go to school. And uh, the principal actually sent me home with a note saying I cannot wear pajamas to school anymore. I, I, I think you matched. I think yeah. that you matched and you were fine. Well, fuck that. Pajamas are totally fine to wear anywhere. Faz, do you match? What are we going to do to get you to start believing in yourself, Watso? Just stick to your thing. When something comes up. Like, why were you able to... See, when you see the way that Fez was able to stick to the Zito thing today, it makes me wonder if that was even his idea. Or if someone put him up to it. Because I notice Hicks laughing during that a lot. But a lot of times when Fez will stick to a point, I feel like someone told him, yeah, that works. Is this a breakfast conspiracy? Who fucked mm. with my breakfast? I personally, I thought that you won fair and square. Mm -hmm. Well, no, these guys lost fair and square. That's right. I'm sorry. That one Cheerio would have been really good for me. I would have loved that breakfast. <laughs> I don't know why he's complaining. Fuck you, Fred. Hey. Well, all I know is <laughs> Hold play on, it. I like his comeback. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> you just saying the truth. I don't know how Fred was able to fit in with this so fast. It's actually a little irritating to me that he was able to sneak his way into our world. It's the UCB. Well, normally people don't come here to a place of comfort. Zito can tell you that. No, it's very terrifying. And when you see fucking Fred, how come he could do it so easily? I don't know. Fred's He's... never had a bad fucking day here. I know. Oh, maybe because he doesn't feel the need to run down the hall and rat out fucking people that tried to help him. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. See, that kills me. <laughs> that kills me. There's no opinion to that whatsoever. <laughs> Just the total agreement of a crowd. The lone voice of a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Kids sure. got a point there. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we got a break here. Uh, when we come back, um, we will be discussing breakfasts, matching clothes, mm-hmm. uh, blind parents. It's two for Tuesday. Is it really two for Tuesday? <laughs> Maybe we come back with a double shot of. Gonna fuck this shit at a time, Brady. People seem to love that song. It's an anthem. A teen anthem. Yeah. Everyone should listen to it. They should play it at the fucking beginning of the school day in fucking high schools all over this country. It's a teenage wasteland. Don't cry. Don't you love it when people call that song that? So when I used to work in like regular radio, people would come, could we? Could you put a teenage wasteland? I'm sorry, sir. There's no song called Teenage Wasteland by the Who. Mm-mm. Sure there is. You played no, it yesterday. No, that's not what it's called. Stupid. You're not a fan. Go to hell. Why didn't they call it Teenage Wasteline? He says it a lot. You said Teenage Wasteline. That's the only thing he's interested in. A bigger Teenage Wasteline. Yeah. It's one of my goals. She's so chubby. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Fez, you go over the stories on the... And Terabang every day. You check them out. Uh huh. Yeah. You kind of give it an idea to uh, check to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Then why did we run Blake Griffin, Master Drunk, a monster drunk, <laughs> instead of Monster Dunk all day? I did not catch that. <laughs> or anything else, because there's never been a time where Fez said, hey, this went up as wacky. Thought that's how he made that monster dunk. Drunk. He was just monsters chugging vodka on the side of the fucking. Blake's mom's looking at it. I knew he was drinking a lot, but I never thought he would be called this. Why a monster we... drunk. Why did we change it? We should have stuck to our guns and act like we were breaking a story. Like he was drunk. I don't that think time. we should ever change it. <laughs> wow, look at him fucking chug that fucking basketball. God damn, he was drunk. There's uh. The editor told me this. The only people who will help out with that are uh, Mikey Boy and an occasional Zeets. Oh. Never once, Fez Watley. That was sent to us. Although he just tried to act moments ago. Yes, I do, Ron. I'm glad you brought that that up. (laughs) Any of them. Not once yet. Thank God for Mikey Boy. Hey, isn't Mikey coming in this week? On Friday. He'll be swinging by. I hate telling people about typographical errors because you feel like a dick. Like you're like, hey, you know what I mean? Like it's always like, I never know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's like being one of those grammar people. They suck. Grammar Nazis. Yeah, but also Nazis. That's I was thinking called. about this the other I know they call them grammar Nazis. You don't call anything else a Nazi besides actual Nazis and grammar Nazis. Politicians you'll call Nazis. Feminazis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, don't Surf I feel... Surf Nazis. Okay. Surf Nazis, yeah. Jesus Christ, you make a lot of fucking mistakes, Zitz. God. I Why do. just get this fucking swastika tattooed on your fucking neck? Like... You want to, dude? 
Come on. No. If if the Pats lose? No, no, I don't want to do that. Would why you not? get that and just put me and my parents are Nazis on me? <laughs> I don't know why I haven't been with parents. <laughs> That'll be the bet. That'll be the bet. That's the new bet. Let's change it all out. <laughs> no, no, bet's set in stone. Can't. <laughs> just a fucking really dope-looking swastika. <laughs> you know, I think if it's two people just talking, you kind of come off like a dick. But when it's the work going up, like a public article, no, you got to do it. Then you're a fucking helpy helperton. I think if you're, I think you're a dick if you act like you're a helpy helperton. But yet, no, you never do it. You never once do it. And go, mm. ah, I missed that one. I'll be on it tomorrow. Jim, no. What are people talking about, Grabber? Your mother and I can't read. Good thing you can't see this flag. It's very disturbing. One time there was a blind kid in our fucking um, school. And all they could read was Braille. And I gave him a thing of those paper um, dots. And I said, what does this fucking say? Those little candy dots. I go, what does this say? And she actually read it. Yeah. And told me something I'll never forget. What's that? It's just fucking candy, you dick. Why did you lick it first? No, I just ran my fucking no. fingers through your spit. And I go, that was a spit. That was jizz. <laughs> so, you're, so you're a fucking jizz rubber. You have jizzy hands, yeah. lady. <laughs> <clears throat> we would do this thing, and it's probably, you know, like, you don't even realize at the time that you're kind of a jerk when you're a kid. But we used to do this bit, because she was a blind girl. We used to call it, let's push the blind girl down and jerk off on her. And now looking back on it... That's really terrible. It's horrible. You're just being kids. Yeah. I thought at the time... No. No. You shouldn't push a girl down and jerk off on her. Well, she liked it. Well, then you wouldn't have to it's push her, It's hard to her, do right? it the other way around. No, a lot of girls like to be fucking... Oh, she likes it, then I guess everything's cool. What would be the other way around? Jerk off on her and then push her down. What would be hard about that? It would be easier to do it the first way. But why? Well, she's like already down. Target? <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense. <laughs> Those fucking Nazis come off a little gay. Yeah. Dressed the same. Goose stepping. Yeah. Whatnot. Goose stepping. Fucking signs. really paying attention to design. Making each other salute them. Mm-hmm. Yelling Heil for no apparent reason. <laughs> Heil. Heil, everyone! Let's get some juice. <laughs> Don't you hate Jews and gypsies? Who do you hate more? Oh, my God. The gypsies are dirtier. Here's the people I hate. Jews, gypsies, fat people. I also really don't like Catholics. Can we get rid of some Catholics? And truckers. Ugh. Oh, truckers. Hipsters? I think Jews like hipsters. Yeah. Hipsters are normally... Uh, I mean, uh, gays like hipsters. Hipsters are... Hipsters are actually becoming the new gays... Into being not being afraid to move into a bad black neighborhood and turn it around. Yeah, Bed Stuy is getting turned all the fuck around. Do or die. Do or die, Bed Stuy. I thought you were talking about Ben Stuy and Bedford. <laughs> the hipsters are moving to be into Ben Stuy. Taking his money. Hipsters, hipsters. Let me tell you more reasons why the Republicans have got the right way to go this year. Thanks, ben Stuy, worst fucking speaker ever. Uh, by the way, today is the big vote in Florida where Mitt Romney will destroy Newt Gingrich yeah. and pull him through the streets. 
Crush him. Crush him like a conservative bug. That's right. And then Mitt Romney said he will get us national health care. Uh, he'll get gay marriage and forced abortions. And abortions? teaching our kids that their grandparents were monkeys, talking monkeys that they evolved from. Uh, I think the Republicans might not know about this yet. There's a new. They're teaching in a class now called Godless History that is so fucking great. Wow. I have to get a new textbook for Wait, this. So, how did the universe start if there was no God? Accident. It was an accident? Accident of science. Wow. And then a monkey started it. But somebody would have had to have designed this accident. I I'm going mean, to talk about that with you when we get back. Right. I'm very curious about that myself. So, when we come back, we'll be unfolding. The universe. I didn't know that you were so religious. You're a god man? No. I was just playing the... <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be good for the air. All right. Playing the god's advocate. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. I've never heard that before. That'd be a good fucking thing. Let me play god's advocate here. <laughs> Finally, I got someone down there. <laughs> Fez laughing hard at his own joke, which is really nice. That's the way you said it. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Deliver. Um, break. Back. Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show continues next. The Ron and Fez Show. It's around a Fez show. Just got a nice little present here to me, Fez. Oh, nice. That's uh, from Matt. It's from our buddy Matt, of course. Matt gave me a nice book. That's wonderful. Matt. And he said the weirdest thing. He goes, I know you got to be in here talking with these fucking knuckle draggers all day. He goes, but it doesn't mean that at nights you can't sit down and enjoy yourself. Huh? Why is Matt gotta take shots? Unbelievable. Now you now you're acting like the man gave me a nice fucking present they, and it's a bad thing. That's not no, it's nice they gave you a present. That's great. But knuckle draggers, I don't know. I don't, all right, Hicks. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't talking about you. Oh. He oh. was talking about all of you. But I'm I'm included in there. UCB Fred. 
uh, got something started. Now, you're more or less uh, an atheist, right, Hicks? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was raised Catholic, but... It's... Right, but once you had your chance of giving your, yeah, thinking a little bit, you, you pulled the atheist. Uh, Fez is a born-again atheist. I don't think we've ever asked the Zietz man. I'm pretty agnostic. Agnostic, by the way, just so you know this, atheist gets mad at people that use the word agnostic. Agnostic just means I'm an atheist who doesn't want to get in a fucking debate with anyone. No, like, I, I like the idea. I really hope there's some type of higher power, and I like the idea of it, but realistically, I look at it, and I just don't know how that could... That I'm would be an atheist. Yeah. What you're describing yeah. mm -hmm. is an atheist. Now, Fred brought up a very good point, and one that makes you question being an atheist is why, how did this all start? How could this possibly, in what would have been a vacuum of nothing, to have something? It's the weirdest question. Well, there's only two questions that I could sit around and think for about forever. That one and the, how does time work? How, because without time, whether you had something or nothing wouldn't matter. Time is is what creates the movement, the action, the life. Without time, you've just got a bunch of fucking chemicals sitting. Just static. Yeah. But time suddenly takes a, a you know, a picture and turns it into a movie. Uh, which is, you know, what we consider life. I mean, we really consider life time, the way time moves. Well, they don't, that, well, scientists, have, they don't know what came before the Big Bang, right? Or that, that's the, the theory of... Two and, for, and a half men. Uh, you know... See, it's that kind of joking around that keeps us from sitting around and, and being able to talk with this. That's a deflection, what you just did. I that's her. nothing but a deflection. First Matt insults me, and now Zito's just getting inside my fucking kitchen. Here's what you got to remember. Everyone thinks you're a dick. Okay, so accept that and move on. When did this happen? Rafe Fines brought it up. <gasps> Rafe? Yeah. Oh. He I called feel, you yes boy. He I goes feel really bad. He says to me, he goes, "When's your yes boy uh, going to finally stop saying yes to everything?" Uh, I so to get back to this, to come back around. Pre Big Bang. Uh, yes, nobody could come up with what's happening pre Big Bang. Whether what caused it, what got. But why is there a single molecule at all? I mean, that to me is every bit of a miracle as all the heavens. The fact that there's one single atom anywhere. If that just was the only thing that existed, that would be like fucking mind blowing. Now, Fez, you became an atheist because your prayers weren't answered. Yes, and listening to Penn Jillette. But even before that, what 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 did the, what did Penn say that was so moving to you? He was talking about his deceased mother, and uh, you know, I'm I had you know lost my father, and he made perfect sense. Well, what was it? Help the people who weren't there with you. That it's it's that he didn't use the word silly, but it seems silly to think that, all right, my father is somewhere else as a complete person, and 
making people drop change so I find it. It just... All right. But what would that have to do with the existence of God? Where does this thing have to go? You know, just because you don't believe in the the religions that we already have, which I don't believe in a one in those terms. I mean, they're all a little too fucking silly. At least you would never sit around and believe in 100% of any of these books, you know, that were made... Most of these books were put together to made, make old people, you know, and I don't mean elderly people. I mean ancient people feel a little better. But that would have nothing to do with this stuff that we're talking about. Or whether or not our spirit goes on forever has nothing to do with the existence of a God. As a matter of fact, I think that that's really uh, the embarrassing fucking part of it that we only will believe in God or our belief in God is based on if there's something in it for us where a lot of people who who will stay with their religion even knowing that their religion is somewhat fucking flawed or very flawed and they'll admit to it but they only do that because they're really afraid of not existing um, let's go over here to Don in Indiana. You're on the run of Fest show. Hey, hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Pinch is a devout Satanist, so I don't know if Fezzy ought to be picking him to lead him towards Ah, Fezzy loves a Satanist. I do not he love loves, a Satanist. He's uh, not one. Hail the Dark Lord. Yeah. Uh, Satanist is something, Fezzy, that atheists will be called, which is ridiculous because they don't believe in higher powers of any kind. I guess they don't believe in lower powers either, if that's what Satan would be. They give them but it is a way to slow down people um, when they start talking about atheism. Um, let's go over here to Dave. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Gentlemen, good afternoon. What can we do for uh, you? Ronnie, just to let you know, the, the Big Bang was nothing but, well, whatever it was, was all energy. It was There was no matter... There was nothing there. It was only until it finally exploded that the atoms kind of got together and started creating matter and mass. And that's kind of how the whole life thing started. Okay, but how did energy come out of nothing? Uh, it, well, if you look at it, the, one theory that I kind of sounds probably plausible, the universe before this one mm -hmm. finally expanded to the point where it got to, compressed finally, it died compressed all that energy and all that mass into a single point, whatever size it was, and then finally, 14 billion years ago, it couldn't go anymore, so it had to go back out. So it expanded now, once last time. Now I, now, I totally dig that, but that still doesn't... Then you'd have to go, well, then where did the universe before that one start, and on and on and on. At some point, you got to have a starting point and if you get the, well, no, the universe always was, that's exactly what they told us when we were like little kids about God, that God always was and always will be. Well, I can't answer that. All I can th uh, answer is what I've been reading. So no, I, I totally, no, I totally get, and I totally get to me, it always felt like, you know, when you read about the Big Bang stuff and then you regress back into that and bangs out, it always felt like a heartbeat. As if that was this strange fucking heartbeat 
that just went on for, you know, forever, I guess. Um, here is Paul. Paul, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, guys, this is uh, kind of my own little fuck-up theory. Um, just because every time we talk about time is linear, every time you say, well, you know, when did God start? Well, what became, you know, what was before him or what was before the Big Bang? I wonder if time is almost, like, circular instead of linear. Well, I've always had a shape for time more like a spiral. But I don't see how it would be a circle. I don't know how it would come back on itself. But it certainly it always feels to me like time is is swinging. If I had to guess the shape, it would be a, a, a fucking spiral for it. Um, but it would still have to be a beginning and an end. You know, and, and how would you say what became before the beginning of the spiral? Yeah, but is there any other questions than that? You know what I mean? I mean, are there any other big questions that are more important than the than these? Um, and I don't see the thing is with Fez, he either had his total belief or now he has his non-belief, but the questions themselves don't seem to interest him. You know what I mean? Is why I don't think that he gets a huge comfort level out of belief or non-belief. And I just noticed that your eyes are watering up. What made you feel bad about that? Oh, no, I was, uh, it got me thinking about my father passing away because I was thinking, part? well, I was thinking where where the atheism comes in, the non-belief, mm-hmm. where it's like if a person dies and you just see that as that's it, that's the end of it, nothing spiritual goes on after that, then that just seems like a natural process, not a spiritually created process. Well, A, I don't even know what you're talking about, and I don't see the the reason to disconnects natural and spiritual you know i don't know what you mean by that's the end of it and nothing goes on i mean obviously you're still sitting around talking about them um that's like a really bummer like that's much more of a sad viewpoint or a scary one i would say because it just means like nothing happens and it just kind of dies out and that's what happens but at least spiritually the idea that you leave this and go and live for a while is that what he's talking about because I, I didn't so. quite get it. But I see, think, we, we saying... talked about this. How come we're not afraid of before this lifetime? You're not really all that afraid of the 1400s, the fact that you didn't exist then. Matter of fact, you're comforted with it. Oh, and if yeah. anyone tries to bring up as they doing your child, baby heaven, before you got here, you're like, well, that's like that's one of the first things that seemed ridiculous to you. Like, because you thought to yourself, if there was anything for me to remember, I would have. Um, and of course, the fact that you don't exist doesn't bother you. It would only bother the people who continue to exist. Um, they're yes. the only people that would be upset about it. It's a weird thing that we do. Let's say in the you're watching a movie, and I'm trying to think of one. I let's say it's a Clint Eastwood movie, nice. The Unforgiven. Hell yeah! Now. At the end of the Unforgiven, you're like, oh, I hope Clint Eastwood wins and kills the other guys, right? Uh-huh. But the fact of the matter is, he's going, he's dead now anyway, no matter what happens. <laughs> but you only put your belief in that one little frame. You know what I mean? That moment of time is what you care right. about. Right. So for whatever reason, what Fez is doing now is continuing just to think of this frame oh, and not shit. the entire existence of his father. Yeah. You know? 
He's only taking it now. The fact that his father existed at all, Fez never brings up those type of things. He only brings up the heartbreak of Loss. that his past, his dad isn't there. And there's still to this day isn't a, a giant appreciation that he shares with what his dad was like. And we didn't get that through his dad's whole lifetime. Anyone who's listened to the show for a long time never heard Fez saying, I'm such a lucky guy. I have great conversations with my dad. He was just bitching about something else then. I never heard, really heard him bring up his pops. No. Just like he doesn't say a lot of great stuff about, let's say, his brother. But if his brother died tomorrow, we would hear about how much he hurts that his brother's gone. You know? Yeah. But he never comes in and says, oh, I got a great story about my brother. That's the weird thing about life. We do like to embrace uh, what we lost, not what we had. Um, let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on my Hey, Ron. It's uh, Mike. I love the show. I've been listening for years. Um, but I, I've heard this conversation come up quite a few times, and I just want to defend uh, God's existence and and why he would create everything. And uh, I feel bad that Fezzi's kind of jumped back and forth on, uh, on this issue so many times. Well, I just want to say that, uh, you know, God creates time. So the fact that, you know, it's not hard to believe that God existed before everything happened, like God always was, because if time was created by God, then it's easy to, you know, believe, and, and it's, it's just easier to understand. I, I, guess the, I guess the thing is, is that we're not looking for it. A cheap, easy understanding that w- what gives you this comfort where you can go, God made time. I mean, we think of it as human beings that it's our fucking, our glory into trying to figure out how that could happen. Not just to the take the childish thing of don't worry, dad knows the way home. But adulthood means, hey, how do- does one travel? How does one get back and forth? Where I think that you can get a little childish being a grown man just saying, God made time. You don't have to worry about it. No, because no, no, but that's I'm the not problem con- is that it, we try and think of things as human beings, and we don't understand that we can't understand things at that deeper level. Yet, yes, that's true. But yet, you know, what I mean, like there should be. There was plenty of things that we didn't understand back when we used to call stars the pinprick, pinpricks <laughs> in the night sky. You know, what I mean, you didn't, you, yeah. you would not want us to stay that ignorant, right? No, but I'm but, just but, saying that uh, when you try and filter things through one filter and you're not understanding it on that higher level, well, then it's it's that's why we you know we chase our tails around this conversation Mike, is because Mike, we're thinking of Mike, it. Mike, yeah. here's the fucking thing: I right. think a thinking person has no problem at the end of the day not being able to figure it out. I think it's childish to go, "Don't worry." God made it, and then pat each other on the fucking heads. That keeps us ignorant. I want to chase my fucking tail. I think that the whole fucking point here is to sit around and go, wait, how could that be? Of course I'm not going to sit here as a radio guy and try to figure out what time means. What I'm trying to say, there's more important fucking things in the world than just these same baby little fucking problems that we... That we cause every day because we're afraid to think about the big things. That freaks people out big time. And I would definitely see this is the the part that I fucking dug about Pendulette. And I dug my conversation with him a lot. I think and what I brought up to him is what about that sense of spirituality or oneness that we feel when we see great things in nature 
or when we all see art together and you're part of an audience yeah. that all feels this thing together. And he's like, yeah, that's fucking something. You know what I mean? I get that. You know, like he wasn't pushing that away. And that's kind of uh, of why I liked him is that he's able to say, I don't know. Where you take a guy like Mike from Canada who's going... Don't worry about time. God made time for us. And God was here before the universe. You don't have to worry about it. I got news for you, dude. If God was here before the universe, that's still the fucking universe. Dig? That's what I'm fucking talking about. God is the fucking universe. The word that you're giving it is the same word that I'm talking about. Stop being so fucking afraid. Um, let's... Um, Let's go over here to John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B. Yeah. Fez, love the show. Thank you. What if God is real and religion is one big lie? Well, that uh, that would, again, go back. First of all, there is definitely lying religions. It would have to at least be most of them are a lie. 99.9% .9 of them would have to be a lie. Unless there's some religion that says... You know, whatever is fucking true is true, which is what I would consider being an atheist. Whatever is true is true, and then we'll try to figure out how to, how to get there. I would make a gigantic decision, uh, or uh, I, w I would actually change this. There's, for me, there's a huge void between religion and spirituality, where I feel like a spiritual being when i'm around nature when i'm around art when i'm laughing with family and friends i do feel that connection with other fucking people yet i can't define it and i don't overly even feel the need to say okay i need to know exactly where this this exists before i feel good about it but i will say this even if I disappear forever, I still will have felt those spiritual things. I still will feel a connection to other people. Now, is that because we share atoms? Maybe. Is that because we just share this one fucking place? Maybe. I don't know. It still seems like a lot to me. It's pretty big. It, it doesn't have the thing of, hey, I prayed for something. It didn't come true. So now I don't believe in anything at all. I still think it's about appreciation. I still think that if you're going to be here on this planet, you don't want to be the guy dragging around complaining about what doesn't work all the time. That you've got to be acting like, I can't even believe I got to do this. Which still seems mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. But no one feels that way. I think a good majority of people don't feel that way. I don't understand, though. Is it caught up? Because they don't think about this stuff. They're just caught up in their everyday bullshit. That, but, that seems to take over their lives. Right, because that's the illusion. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. The everyday bullshit is the illusion. Just like you realize now, when you were a little kid and you worried about a spelling test, and now you're like, what the fuck was <laughs> yeah. I so concerned? It felt 100% real. It felt 100% real. Which yeah. takes us to the next fucking things. Why do we treat these feelings like they're so... Like that's reality. Because you know, it's all like, we know. It's our emotions, right? So we're feeling it. 
so then it has to be true. Okay, you've been on a fucking tilted world or roller coaster, right? <laughs> yeah. Your feelings tell you that you are in great fucking danger and that you should be screaming and yelling and fucking you're disoriented. Fuck yeah. But you realize that intellectually that that's just not true. You are on a very safe fucking giant toy. Um. Let's go over here to um, Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Fez. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Ronnie kind of stepped on what I was going to ask Fez if he's still in the studio. Um, you said you don't believe in God because he didn't answer your prayers. They were answered. You just don't like the answer. I mean, I prayed for friends not to die. Kevin. Do you think yeah. the rest of us have never heard a fucking country song before? Do you think we're totally unaware who Garth Brooks is? I think he's the idiot that did that song. I like the, his Garth Brooks' uh, alter ego. That When he just like dyed his hair black or whatever. I like his friends in low places. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines was like his mankind. He actually did a fucking album called Chris Gaines Wait. And it didn't sell at all. Somebody bought him breakfast. Ouch. Oh, Ouch. fuck. Come on. Come on. You know what? Face. Maybe you got a problem with Fez, but you don't with fucking Pepper Hicks, who's shown you nothing but love. I nothing but. I don't think either of I've always accepted the correct. olive branch. Oh, you have. have, right? You've been fucking great that way. Thank you. Trying to beat me with a fucking olive branch. Someone, someone just doesn't appreciate it. Chris Gaines was like a hipster before his time. Look at him, all pouty. Oh, yeah. Nice soul patch. Let's go over here to Tony. Tony, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I really love the show. I plan all my road trips around it. Oh, it's great. Uh, I just... I just want to say that, like, to, uh, I think, speak confidently and intelligently about something you have to, like, speak from experience or, you know, maybe some really intense study. But, like, I've had 16 heart surgeries, including two bypasses, and uh, I'm 46. I had my first one when I was 28. So I've Jeez. had a lot of time to think about death. And I think if you uh, talk to someone intelligently and take the time to, like, explain to them, I don't think I don't think uh, your average intelligent person is really afraid of not existing. Because to me, it's a lot like being anesthetized, and you're under, and what you and when you're under, you don't know anything. You're not conscious of anything, and that's to me is what non-existence is. But I think what really scares people from the people I've talked to, uh, who are in my similar condition, is the, the pain that comes with death. Like, if you've ever had a heart attack, you don't want to fucking have another one. Because no. it hurts like a motherfucker, but, and that leads to death. But the, you know, but the truth is, you don't also want, you don't want to have a toothache, you don't want to have an earache, you don't want to have any fucking pain in life. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Fez uh, sent out for some lunch. I felt really, wow. really bad about earlier. Oh, thanks, Fez. Because Pepper Hicks didn't get his breakfast, and I know he's starving. I'm tired, you know. But since Zito's already eaten, I got the rest <laughs> of us Five Guys Burger and oh, Fries. What the fuck? Now don't now don't do that because that's just a guilty conscience talking. Wait, so, uh, Fred, come get a burger. 
Fred, come on in. Sit down. Oh, son of a bitch. I even asked Pepper. I said, where did he go? And he goes, oh, I sent him down to Dwayne Reed. And I was like, what? And he said for Fez. I said, no big deal. What the fuck? Let me just say something about Fez Watley. There's a certain time in life when a guy will do the right thing. And this is Fez's time. Is this the one that fucking Fred was just manhandling? <laughs> Thank you. You squeezed it together like you were putting together a fucking snowball, Fred. Reflex, like a baby. <laughs> so I just felt awful about this morning and the way that all went down. Oh, you felt Thank awful? You. I feel awful. I didn't get to eat anything. I haven't even devoured my huge fucking Cheerio. Come on, Zito. Well, go ahead, eat with us. Yeah, this yeah. is not all about you. You're you're missing you, out that both me and Hicks lost out on that bet, and we ain't. didn't get any food. Where'd you get this from, Fez? Uh, Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Oh, I bet Fred can't it. even eat this burger because I already I, saw him eat some lunch. He can't even get that down. That's a lie. I didn't even eat any lunch. Pass me my root beer before I get started. No root beer. Brisk is coming. Fez knows I always have the root beer with this. Now I feel like the fucking Zito of today. Let me turn off this shitty song. Everything's ruined. Uh, here's my buddy, Big E, in Houston. Hey, Big E. What's going on, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, y'all got the perfect example of, of the spiritualism to me. The way Dave, remember Dave, the way he used to listen to the Ryan and said, what, the Ryan and Ryan show? Yeah. And then, you know, he wanted to do that. And, and 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 is that not spiritual spiritualism in itself? You know what I'm saying? Being I agree. I agree to, with that too. I agree with that 100. percent Why did Big E just disappear in the middle of a conversation? Did Big, he hang up or oh did? Oh my God! I hope he's okay driving because I know he. This is weird. I've never tried this with a brisk before. I normally do root beer from there. Oh, kind of throws up off my pattern. Oh no. Uh, Zeets, did you really not want a cheeseburger? I, no one asked me if I wanted one, and maybe they assumed I was full. I don't know why. No one asked me, but I'm enjoying. Oh, well, I figured no. you ate already. Oh. You had your breakfast. Did yeah. you? Well, see, well, uh, see that, Fez, your logic here makes no sense, because even when Hicks gets breakfast and then we get lunch, Hicks always gets lunch anyway. And mm. now I'm just left here with mm. some fucking Cheerio while everyone gets delicious burgers. Uh, uh, and fries. Oh, wasn't that wonderful? Yeah. Good. Oh my goodness! If it makes you feel any better, I didn't get the root beer I normally get. I mean, that doesn't. Uh, no, it, uh, I I know I appreciate. Oh this. God! Mm. Oh, that's good. God damn! Mm. What the fuck? Oh man, turn my energy up. You should feel uh, happy for us. I should. Yeah. I hope this made everything right again. Because well, the root beer fucked me up. No. But come on, he did a really nice thing for all of us. Like, he got us all lunch. Like, that's a really nice thing to do. How can you not see that that's a very... Why, well, I don't understand why you're so mad. Uh, we just put up a new poll that people want to go over the iBank and see where you fit into this. 
your religious mindset. I believe in God and religion. I believe in the cultural value of religion, but not so much God. I believe in the higher spiritual power or connection, but not a God. I don't believe in any higher power, only science. I don't know what I believe. I'm open to it all, or none of this matters to me at all. Hmm. Where would you be in that, Hicks? <sighs> Probably that it, it matters, but I don't believe in a higher being. So you do believe in religion? No, no, I, I, I mean, obviously it exists, but I don't, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't fucking believe there's a God, but something happened. So when people wise. ask you if you believe in the Bible, you say yes, because you believe there is a physical Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wrote it, didn't they? And they're printing them out. So yes, I do believe. <laughs> I'm holding one. <laughs> Shit's fucking real, dude. That's so fucking funny. No one's ever really come at it that before. But no. You know, even if you're full, you should have had one of these. Yeah. These five guys are really No tasty. one even mm. asked me if I wanted one. No. And, and <laughs> fuck. Wow. How can you surprise everybody if you know that yeah. I'm sending the intern? Mm. Mm. Hey, good stuff. Mm. Fries this and is stuff. the worst feeling ever. If only because right. I feel I feel very left out. And not only am I left out, which mm. is fine, but it's my favorite thing at work, which is fucking food. Well, not fucking. You ought to get real even with it by taking us out to dinner. Yeah. Mm. And then the Atlantic City for gambling. Oh my God, you know, yes. Fucking get even with that fucker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, here's Richard Washington. Mr. Bennington. Yeah. You are you are a genius, sir. I love your interviews. You are the best in the business. Oh, that's very nice, you. Mr. Watley, I love you. Zito can suck. Oh wow. Surprises me. Harmon, you're on running Fez. Yeah, Fezzy, you rock. Five Guy Burgers always hit the spot. And, it does. Um, it's oh, a very yeah. good spot. Tasty. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. They're just, they're just like... It's the taste gummies. is good. Oh. Wow. All right, guys. I get, I'm on the drive in the snow, so I got to go. All right. Don't kill yourself. So good. How can there not be a god? I mean... There's, I think there's at least two of them now. Yeah. Maybe five at that place. James, you're on running Fez. Hey, Fez, you're on fucking fire, man. It's about time you return some bullying on the other side. I'm glad to see you back, brother. Right, you this know, is a reverse bullying. You know I don't believe in bullying. This is me treating my... They do it to you every day. It's my castmates to lunch. Back. You think of us as castmates? It's a show. We're castaways. <laughs> Every day they giving you shit. They asking you what you think, and then they put you down. It's about time you threw some back in their face, man. Keep it up. Well, Zito has told me several times that breakfast is the most most important meal of the day. So I didn't sure. think he'd want to be part of lunch. That's a very good point. What are you doing, Zito? Oh, I just wanted to join the the cool kids lunch table. So I brought I brought my lunch in. Uh, I have a Cheerio here. If you can't finish that, can I have some? Yeah, well, I was thinking maybe you guys want to make a trade, like a snack pack for this Cheerio or something. Uh -huh. No, it was good, man. You sure? No. Me a little bit up. It tastes too good. My mom didn't want me trading. Yeah. But, all right. Seriously, there's no burger for me Rich, anywhere? Excuse me, I'm not Cheerio? <laughs> there's, no, there's not. There's if this is a joke, it would be the time to give it to him, Fez. Check the bag. <laughs> No, there's none in there. Is this the 
fucking Just worse. Buy burgers. Why? Buy burgers. Why would you do this to me? You lost the bet. You didn't cry. I didn't do shit. Everything he's saying makes sense. I just stood it's here true. doing what everything I was he's saying makes sense. These two tried to make you cry. These two guys. He was right. I fucking did nothing. Yeah, That's true. That. And they that. didn't get any breakfast. Uh uh-uh. But why didn't I get lunch then? It was for breakfast. You yeah. weren't gonna get lunch. I don't think you understand the bet. But everyone else got lunch except me, so it's it's like I'm being punished right now for something I didn't do. No. All right, so far in the poll, how many people do you think who listen to the show believe in God and religion? This show, uh, well, 30%. I'm say 40%. 17. I said 60. Uh, a whopping 47% right now. an asshole. You do. You really fucked up. Of course, you know, these polls change very quickly and they're not very scientific. <laughs> and how many people that believe in God are really using the internet anyway? A lot. You wouldn't? No, probably not. Based, based off an internet comment section, a lot of racists and people who like God use the internet, so. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. What? Who's. Are you saying our listeners are racist? Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm oh, talking like the, the average Yahoo article or something like that. Or, or, or even YouTube video. <laughs> oh, that Blake Griffin dunk, for some reason, uh, that just went. Or any, any NBA clip. Just, yeah, yes, his drunk. I'm so glad you said that to me because I still think the NBA is probably the most beautiful place that you can find. Mm-hmm. And the fucking power of that dunk is just stunning. Did you see LeBron's alley oop? The yeah. other day, and then that was fucking incredible. Just jumped over an entire guy. Just. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna eat my Cheerio now. How is it? Good. Got bacon on. Mark, it. please. The other guys didn't get Cheerios. You really didn't get him a cheeseburger. I didn't. No. I didn't get Cheerios either. I got Cheerio. So. Um, oh, to the loo. English or something. <laughs> God damn it. Wow, it's fucking good. I, this, I, after this morning, I just couldn't sit there and watch Hicks. I really was, wasn't Not have his food. Thank you. Does that make you uh, feel better? Oh, I feel good. Yeah, I feel good right now. And this cheeseburger. And oh. getting him lunch wasn't part of the bet. It was that he couldn't have breakfast. Mm-hmm. So are we saying a new precedent now where I will never get lunch when the rest of the staff gets lunch? Because that seems kind of shitty. I don't know He's why. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. To set that precedent? No, he's right. It's kind of shitty what's like, happening. Like, I understand that you don't buy Hicks breakfast, and so he was missing God. out on breakfast, but everyone else, you know, had an option so for breakfast, and they still got lunch. I didn't get shit. And now I'm extra hungry, because I've had neither breakfast nor lunch, but I've had to watch people eat them. And it's good lunch, too. It's good stuff. Fred has had two fucking lunches today. I did not eat a lunch before this. <laughs> you never wedges in your sandwich? No. I brought it in, but I put it in the fridge. You're no. <laughs> You're acting like I got everybody lunch, but you. That is what happened. That- no, I got Hicks lunch, and while the intern was out, I just had him pick up something for Fred and Ronnie. Yeah. And and his- Dan Perlman, the intern. And did you get something as well? Oh yeah. That's everyone but me. Oh, he didn't get anything for the Shade Forty Five guys. He didn't oh, no. get anything for the Martha girls. I didn't right. get anything for Rob Cross. Well, I mean, I probably get... should have. Well, that's true, but I kind of, I mean, I don't say it much, but I do kind of see us as you know a little bit of a team, mm. and not that they're not on our team. These fries kind of blow. 
Why would you throw all those fries away? I don't like you eating those. Just get rid of them. But I, if they don't taste good, you shouldn't have them. Yeah. But why would you? Don't oh, take I didn't chance. know you wanted some. I did. Why didn't, why didn't you just get your own fries with Fez? Well, because no one let me know that we were going out to get food. Oh, all right, so, so well, say something. And clearly you guys knew because these are all custom-ordered burgers, which means somebody <laughs> asked everyone what they wanted on each one. No one asked me shit. I was wondering why you walked in the booth and all that stuff. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I didn't set up the eight-hour workday. Shouldn't everybody know when lunchtime is? I would love to take a lunch break. I've never I worked eight hours in my life. <laughs> Um, here's Bill. Bill, you're on running Fez. Hey, Zeno, why don't you man up and go take what you want? Go take Fezzy's burger from a buddy. I'm not mm. going to go near him with food. Fuck that. Dude, uh, Duke, you're on running Fez. Uh, five guys' burgers for four important guys. <laughs> <laughs> These fries touch this bag. I don't think they're good at No, no throw them out. No, no, don't. Throw them. Just let me have Spin them. Spin them to them first. No, yeah. don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Do not do that. Don't. Spit. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Don't leave them in the bag. Just pour them all out right <laughs> oh. there in the can. Good idea. He's not going to do it after the spit anyway. Just <laughs> no. nothing's going your way today. No. Uh. You didn't want those. He touched the fucking bag. It's disgusting. I did want them. I said don't spit in them. Give them to me. Uh, Brian, you're running fizz. I'm good. Hey, Zito, you, know, you want to get back at Fez, just don't say anything for a couple days. Make him talk to fill the dead air, and uh, that'll prove your point. Oh, I'm going to get back at Fez. When will this thing end between you guys? No, I'm going to show him how important I am. I haven't decided what I'm doing yet, but... Why can't you just be the bigger person and say, you know what, this is it. I'll right, show everybody. Yeah. No, because uh, Fez is already trying to make Hicks a bigger person by fucking giving him breakfast every day. Listen, I, just, I need energy to to function. In the you got planet. it now, too. I know it's, it's like right. a light yeah. switch yeah. went right. off. Right. Complete change. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It is. Five guys our energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's fucking perfect. A burger surging through you. Just <laughs> hey, that Dan Perlman's a great kid, huh? Oh, Dan Perlman's the He best. always comes back with food. It's great. Hmm. It's quick too. Well, oh, he's like great lot. intern. Nice job, Dan. Thank you. It's not like you know I'm the I'm the one that asked you to come intern here. Whatever. Well, what was he supposed to do? You guys see say things from his point of view. Yeah. Be like, oh, Mark. I spend far more time with Mark and Pepper. Maybe I should ask him if he would like something as well. Yeah, but it's like when you go to a new school and some kid's nice to you, and then you find out he's the dick. <laughs> you're not gonna fucking stick with him. No, peace out. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna start throwing rocks at him with the rest of the cool kids. Wait, you're one friends. Nerdy kids. <laughs> Why do you yeah. fucking tell me when you were being so nice? <laughs> you faked me out by being nice the last couple of days. Is that why we're always hanging out all the time? You don't have any other friends. Or like when you have to tell a girl, like when you're in junior high school, hey, I didn't know that hotter girl liked me, so I fucked up with you. I'm going that direction. But you got a couple great days out of this. Yeah. So, you know, take it that way. You always look on the positive side. There's always like a, a silver lining. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Look at the silver lining. I'm looking at the fucking empty paper bag. Dude, I can I say something? I'm not fucking busting balls here. I didn't get mad when you got breakfast, and I didn't try to ruin it for you. And now you're sitting in here, and I'm but, trying to fucking digest a nice lunch. With all due respect, Mr. B, I think it's because I didn't really get a breakfast, and I thought you recognized that. My right, point taken. I mean... I mean, you technically got something to eat in the morning. Yeah, it's like six and one and a half dozen of the other. If you gave what Fez gave me to a starving homeless person, you'd think... They would, they would eat think it. They you were, were like, fucking patronizing them. Thanks for the milk and Cheerio. 
It's a single honey nut Cheerio. I, I, and it's gone now. I ate it, and you know what? I'm unfulfilled. Uh, Pete, pure it. You're on Fez. Hey, uh, first of all, Mark, just relax, dude. Get your own food. Stop worrying about everybody else. And secondly, Fez, you're such a fucking asshole. You get everything you deserve. I a burger and fries. Well, really, I mean, everything he said was probably true. I probably should have said the same thing. At some point, you guys got to stop this fighting. No, not now. He he had a chance to bury it today. If he had just held up his end of the bargain, it would have been one of the few times Fez came through for me, and I would have said, "You know what? I did say that to you yesterday, Fez. I said if you give him a fucking big breakfast, you shame him forever with the ball busting mm -hmm. and make him know. Instead, you did something to humiliate him, and now he's going to feel like his ball busting is somehow his balls. Yeah, deserved. His balls are busted." Uh, science is only 37% on our list. What the fuck? I gotta bring more scientists in here to talk to people. We were having a great conversation, and look how I got derailed by a fucking bunch of fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't want this anyway, because now I have to go wash my hands. They've... Oh! You know They're what? so that... good, I was just... You're gonna smell like burger all day. I know. I mean, think of that. You could smell like burgers. You'd be thinking, man... I wish I had another burger. Oh, fuck, that'd be great. Go wash your hands. At least you have them. Can't draw them. Oh, oh man! Someone's pissed. Now, the fucking meanness was that was the truth, Seats. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> bum, bum. Kim, you're on Run of Fez. Hi, can you Satan worshippers stop eating in the mic? Oh, stop being Come a on. fucking baby. Come on. You know, where human beings can't stand the act of other human beings eating is fucking cunty. It really is. Kim, that was not me. I want to be clear. I, I hate when people complain about it with O&A. I hate when people complain about it with any other show. Just fucking act. You go to restaurants. It's what do you fucking complain that people eat there? Do you not snack at work? You've never had been in a cafeteria or had dinner with your family? God, people are fucking retarded. And, and you know what it is, Hicks? It's a made-up thing, like blowing smoke oh, out of your fuck face. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing that one person complained about somebody eating, uh, and then it fucking caught on. <sighs> fuck them. Come on. How often do we have a fucking surprise cheeseburger party? But what do you do in a restaurant? You go like this. Oh, my God! <laughs> The sounds of chewing! Is that a fork? And people talking with their mouth full! I can't stand it! Everyone's screaming out of the restaurant. Oh my god! I need to be in a soundproof booth <laughs> during fucking dinner! For now on, if you're on the internets, or in the pal talk rooms, or on the Twitter, and someone complains about uh, anyone from the ONA show eating on the air, please use the word cunty to fucking just say because it's made up. Cunt time. Oh, is it going to be cunty or cunt time? Which is oh, it going to be? It's cunty. It's cunty. Are you smelling that cheeseburger bag? I'm smelling the bag. It smells very good. Vinny, you're on Reddit Fez. Hey, Marcito. You're on the totem pole of ass licking, and this is the Ron and Fez show. So as you ass lick your way up the totem pole of radio management, remember, this guy is your boss, so fuck you, you little cunt. 
You know what? I got to just tell you this, though, Fez. No other show do the people have to call up and t remind everybody what the name of the show is. You know, you never have them do that on other shows going, remember, it's the Opie and Anthony show. Remember about that shit. It also reminded me I was a little cunt. Yeah, but that's because you were eating on the air when you were eating that fucking Cheerio. Yeah, that was really fucking rude. Driving the listeners nuts. <sighs> Fred, did you eat your whole burger? Yeah, I finally did it. I noticed that everyone else had finished before me, but I did eventually get it done. I never saw you eat a whole anything before. Wow. I was really hungry because I didn't have breakfast this morning. What do you normally have for breakfast? Um, usually I have like a bowl of cereal or some nuts. Because <laughs> <laughs> the they make these emerald like to go like a bird. <laughs> well, they make these pack of like to go nuts, and you can just like eat and pour them out. Go your hand nuts? What's that? <laughs> You could just pour out like a little bag of nuts into your hand and then you eat them like on your way. Oh, yeah, to work. you got a little bag of nuts you're fucking licking every morning. Oh my god. Do you think that when he goes down on his check, he can't finish? Like, I just, uh, I'm just full. Yeah, but hold because it. it's a girl. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. That's true. Oh my god. You're not eating, it's kept you lighter, you're fucking faster, you're moving around. Yeah, there's no food in my stomach to weigh me. Weigh me down. Oh. Who came up with this uh, playlist, which is just uh, on the iBank today, which is Rolling Stone covers? Nice. Yeah, one, you get Sister Morphine, uh, Patti Smith doing Gimme Shelter, which I love, and then the Flame and Groovies Ramones, and starts with someone named Jesse Mullen, who I didn't even know who was. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah? from like, the Asbury Park area, I believe. I know he's friends with Springsteen. He's got a couple songs that I really like. Um, it's good. You're fucking friends with everybody who's friends with Springsteen. Yes. You're fucking tangled up in that whole crazy New Jersey world, aren't you? Tangled up in Bruce. Tangled up in Bruce. Early one morning, Bruce was rising. <laughs> Big man's going to bed. Well, when's the tour start? I know you're a big fan of that whole thing. Uh, I think it starts uh, mid-March. Goes on for six years? Uh, yeah, more or less. I, I, they, I think they're doing arenas in the United States, then they're going over to Europe, and I would assume at some point they're going to be uh, back in the... In the dot net. Back in um, America doing stadiums, I would think. Instead of stadiums, I wish they would just do really tiny clubs, like 40-seaters. Like they should play bar nine. Oh, that'd be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bar 9. Mr. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah. And he was, he's playing Jazz Fest, too. Which is going to be cool. I really want to go to that, but it seems unlikely because it's not in New York City. Where is it? It's in New Orleans. Yeah. Is, was Mayor going to be there? Well, Mayor was supposed to headline, but he agreed to open for Springsteen instead. Uh, Travis, in Kentucky, you're on Running Fez. How dare that cunty woman bitch about chewing into the mic? It's the most fezes, uh, noise Fez has made in six fucking months. Fez, don't listen to him. You got us all a great lunch today. And Remember, uh, if you don't cry, I get like a golden gram tomorrow or something. So, you, you want to play Make Fez Cry? See if we can't do it today? Charlie, you're on running Fez. What's going on, guys? Hey, man, that sounds like the chick from uh, Red State. Anyway, Ronnie, you guys inspired me, man. I'm going to have a dinner lunch. I'm going to go buy some uh, live crabs, Dungeness crabs at the pier. 
and bring them back and cook them in the backyard, man, and have an early dinner. I like it, Charlie. Enjoy, brother. Right on. If you take an early dinner, then you can take a quick nap after and get plenty of rest before you sleep tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Then have some fourth meal. Uh, X Factor, Zeet's favorite fucking show of all time. Bloodbath! It's over, Johnny. They uh, fired the English guy who hosted the show. I think that's his full name, as far as I know. Then they... Uh, fired Nicole Schlesinger, and they fired Paula Abdul. Fuck. I can't wow. believe Paula. That's that's shocking. The other two, it's sort of like whatever, but I thought the whole thing with Paula was her relationship with Simon. Here's the like deal that. with Simon. Simon is a me-first motherfucker. The show didn't work. I am getting rid of everybody. Everybody except for what he thinks works, and that's him and L.A. Reid, which is true. It's true. It's true. Now, do you think he felt bad about firing fucking Paula, his longtime friend, or, hey, I've got to put the show first? He was he's just worried about the show because he's not an owl anymore. This is the baby now. He has to fucking... Yeah, whatever has to happen, he's, he's going to do See, it. See, I don't have that in me. I don't fucking have that in me. That's why I'm not a, I'll never be a fucking Simon. He has staked a lot of his, you know, like political capital on on this show, but with the amount of money he has, I don't know why he would want to potentially ruin a friendship over that. Yeah, because the success matters to him more than friendship. Nothing matters to him, and that's why he's a successful guy. It's just fuck you, Paul. And you know, Paula has cried herself in the dry heaves right now. Yeah, she's. Fucking- I believe. <laughs> why? You know, her fucking assistant, she's got some fat assistant saying there's going to be other things. Don't worry, you'll turn around, Paula. Don't worry, Paula. No, I'm, remember I'm... that I didn't get the Bratz movie the way I thought. But we have a new animated cat for you to dance with. No, nothing works. She's screaming to get Simon on the phone and the calls just aren't being taken. Nope. There's no way Simon's picking up that fucking call. Oh, hell no. He'll never see her ever again. No, it's done. You might as well just fucking have her killed. Fuck you, Auntie Paula. Success first. No excuses. Hicks, you see yourself that way? I don't know. Probably not. It's fucked up to watch people who were a team. Um, you know, they don't stick up for each other. Ouch. It's, it hits. It hits close to home for me is all I'm saying. But no, go back to what you guys were. No, you got me rethinking this lunch thing. Yeah. That maybe... I should be mad that I didn't get the root beer. I mean, Fez, you've known me since day one. When I get five guys, it's the only time I ever have root beer. True. Because the first time I had it, we had root beer. The last time I complained, hey, where's the root beer? And I was like, well, this will never be forgotten again. With all due respect, I didn't get any food. And I know you didn't get your root beer, which is monumentally important. But I didn't get anything. Right. With all due respect, fuck you for me having five seconds to myself. With all due respect. That's one of those phrases you only say before you're going to say something dick. No one life. ever says, with all due respect, I think you're terrific you're at your awesome. job. That's it, actually. But I'm say. letting you go is how it ends. With even more say. respect. With all due respect, you and your family are a bunch of thieves and gypsies. Grifter assholes. Um, George, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I was a question for Fez. 
says here if he's still in the room. Um, Why do people say that he's still in the room? I just oh, just okay. because you can't hear him doesn't mean he's in, not in the room. Uh, Chew your burger okay. and the mic more. My fault because he wasn't bullying somebody. The only time he talks, and then you guys go into conversation about a nice piece, and he can't say a word. You, you ought to pay Zito. Or would you take off the air? He or what he does for you? You're a piece of shit, Fez. All right. First of all, well, you're not getting a burger, sir. First of all, there was only a small bit of that that made sense. That Fez does talk. There's two times when Fez will talk more. A, when it's about his problems, and then B, when somebody hits the floor and Fez can stomp. He doesn't like talking about pieces, apparently. Yeah. Well, he was. There's stuck. certain ones I think we could get him to. Hmm. About a nice piece. Uh, Jerry, Jersey City. Jerry, not there. Once, twice. He's out to lunch. Must be nice. Uh, oh. Next guy, guy, you're on the Run Fed show. Yo. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, it's Jerry. How are you? Good. Question for you. I don't know where to vote on the entire bang, man. I'm an acid-eating deadhead. I got three kids in Catholic school. I read for our church, and I'm a science teacher. And I, I don't. I really don't know where I stand. I believe in something, but I also believe it's 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 a journey that we're all on, and we're not going to get the answer until we're much older in life and we have a better understanding of of everything. You know, a better awareness of everything around us. I mean, how could we be so ignorant to think that we could? figure it out or know when we've only been around the block once. You know, my my father is very weird because my father has a scientific mind, was a research and development type guy in industry, and my dad said to me uh, that you cannot look into a microscope and not believe in a God and not believe in a higher power. And I thought that was so weirdly odd because I never hear that from most scientific types. But he just thinks... That the fucking amounts of reality are so layered that he believes in a designer. So, oh, shit. That's he great. still goes to Catholic Church uh, every single Sunday. Him and my mom. Damn. They're in their 80s. It's a lot of church. Yeah, it's a lot. What are you going to do, though? They expect you to show up every week, no matter how old you are. Maddie in Maryland, you're on a Fez. What's going on, Ronnie? Hey, man. Uh, I just want to ask Fez, like, after all this, all these years in, in his radio career, he's boiled down to if he doesn't bring food to the show, he brings nothing to the show. How does that feel? Not good, because like, I didn't get any food. Well, th- let me just ask you, why are you trying to be mean to him, Fez? I'm not. Dude, like, Maddie, you know he's I'm, having a good day today. That's when people pop up. It's just dude, like... He- he complains about bullies, but he all all the only airtime he has is when he is like shitting on uh, Zito or shitting on someone else or like doing. I bought everyone time. lunch. I don't think that's bullying. It I'm felt like bullying. it. No, that's all you can do is buy lunch. That's all you are is a check. Like I've been listening to you guys forever, man. Like just do something different. Why are you so angry with him? I'm not. It's just like because you didn't get know, a burger. Like, I love you. Like no, dude. I, I'm in D.C., man. I get as many five guys as I want. Like, that's that's where we, we started. But I'm just saying, like, I love Ron, and I love Pepper, and I love the show. Like, I just, it's just like, you know, like the drop-off. And it's just like, Ronnie has to put up with your shit, and it's just. All right, I don't want to get into this. 
Fez is having a very nice day today. He did come up with a bit. Burgers for everybody, but Zeets. Great bit, Fez. I enjoyed the cheeseburger. I'm feeling pretty good. Would you like a sip of milk to wash it down? I like to light this cigar right now. It would make it perfect. Oh we live God. in a perfect world. Oh, shit. I got my smokes on me. Let's, let's do it. I got my smokes here on me. Let's go. I wonder how quickly I get fired if I just lit up in the studio. All you got to say is Keith Richards did it. No. I was told that was the only person they ever let smoke <clears throat> in the studio. I think uh, I think I heard of one other person. Who? Oh. Can't remember their name. Hold on. I heard of people faking and trying to smoke in the green room, but Keith lighting up for real. Like I sitting think... here. And I had news for you. If I had a guest and they lit up a cigarette, I wouldn't say anything to them. I'm not a fucking... I'm not the cigarette cops. Narc. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that, not my job. They're going to want to feel comfortable. I think, uh, I think my, Scott Whalen might have smoked up here. Well, if it was either that, he was going to shoot up. <laughs> One or the other. Take or leave it. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Keith Albuquerque. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. I just want to say to Fez that uh, you're perfect. You're a perfect guy buying lunch for everybody. That's a great thing. I wish I had somebody in my office that would buy me lunch. Everybody get off Fez's back. He's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, Fez's yeah it's very nice. I like to surprise the guys every once in a while. You should surprise us tomorrow morning. Mm. Mm. Are, you, are you surprising us with any dessert? Always likes a little something mm. sweet after. I wasn't surprising us with any dessert because Five Guys doesn't have any, and I wanted to get the burgers back as fast as they could. Yeah, but just think, you would have sent the kid out by now. We would have been fucking starting second course. Oh, God, yeah. You know? It's just like with the root beer. There's always something that fucking keeps it. Let's get some courses you know? going. Let's course this up. I do like courses myself. Like, oh, what's the next excitement? Yeah, it's great. That's why I don't even like to know what we're eating. Oh, shit. Because bring us some good stuff. <laughs> you're the fucking people who work here. I don't. You're making it an easy. I don't go into a movie and tell them exactly what I want to see. Uh, here's Keith, Pittsburgh. Hey, everyone. Hey, um, you know what? Getting back to religion and, uh, and, and uh, why we're here, I liked your, I really liked your spin on uh, your spiritual versus religion. You know, all connected to nature. Uh, I think we're all connected. I think we're all basically one system. It's like, you know, we've got billions of atoms in our bodies we make up, that make up billions of cells, which make up tissue. And we're all part that makes us, you know, uh, as a human being, like one one living thing. I think we're all connected to the one, this one big source, which I think is like the creator. And as, as far as um, dying, <clears throat> there's some religion to say that you're supposed to lose your ego. It's, it's not, it's not the, you know, the person, the, the consciousness, the, the intelligence. It's the ego that is afraid of losing its identity. Well, yeah, that is true, because when I say, who are you, you think of yourself as Keith from Pittsburgh and the experiences that you've had, and you can understand why of this being, you know, however many years, 80 years on Earth, this is all you think of yourself. So to think of yourself as just part of one big mass, which is probably right and probably has always been true, you've always been part of the big mass since you've shared all these atoms. These aren't just Keith's atoms. They come oh, from right. other places or going to other places. But you can feel the loss of that one personality is what we all mourn. And we mourn it not only in death, 
but we mourn it when there's a change of any time, when a person moves on to do something else, or you end a friendship or a relationship, or a friend moves away. Even though that person's still surviving, you still feel like, I miss them. You're yeah. not overly happy, or at least not all the time happy, that, but they're where they want to be in Saskatchewan. Oh, why do they want to go up there, though? It's so cold. Is it cold? Or are you just such a fucking reptile blood that anything feels fucked? By the way. Yes. Today's the last day of January. Yeah. It's warm as shit outside. It's weird. We got Groundhog Day coming, and we haven't even had what we would normally consider a long winter cold snap at all. There were, We've had maybe two or three days. Yeah, at the very beginning of the year. It was, yeah. it was two or three cold days, and then it was just went straight to this. Dude, we had our only real snow in October this year. Yeah, yeah. And nothing since. Out of fucking nowhere. That was not like Halloween, right? It was the day before Halloween. Oh, yeah. Mischief night, we call it my neighborhood. Yeah. All the girls, it really separated the girls that wanted us to dress like... Total. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, normally girls dress, you know, really slutty in Halloween. You had to really want to dress that way this year because it was fucking freezing. Uh, I want to go over to my friend who's a big Giants fan. And that only means one thing, of course. Gonna fuck this shit at a Tom Brady. Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny. Hello, boys. Yeah. Uh, dessert is always part of the meal. It is. Uh, you know, and I hate, sorry, Fez, I mean, and I, you know, as much as I do love Five Guys and they don't have any uh, dessert there, you got to get the dessert because the dessert is always part of the meal. So today, for me, it was a D. For you, Zeitz, what would you give it? I give it an F. I hope Johnny's open for lunch because wow, I'm an F. fucking starving. Uh, what, about, what about you? Because I didn't get fucking breakfast, I'm pissed. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm like a B because the this this you know the I like the fucking Five Guys. I'm uh, happy to have it. Fred. Oh, this today was an A plus. All right, so really weirdly, you know, I mean, we're breaking down like a a low C here yeah. with the D and the F taking down so far. Curve. I think it's yeah, it is straight up. I think we see some real butt kissers around here, too, Fred. <laughs> I'm not welcome with the hard rock, apparently, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> nah, you can come down. It's all right. You come down, you might never leave. I don't, I don't know if I want to go down. You down. become the new vibe manager. <laughs> no. John Mayer would be a great vibe for this room today. John Mayer would be a great vibe for every room. <laughs> mm, fathers, finger bang, your daughters. I think that's the name of that song. I don't know how it all works. I think it might be. Yeah, Johnny, you feeling any more relaxed about the game this week? Yeah, you know, I was just watching a lot of the, uh, you know, they had the uh, media day with today, and I watched a few of the interviews earlier, and feeling a little relaxed. I think the team seems to be a little loose. Everyone seems to be ready. I'm starting to think that the fucking Giants couldn't lose this even if they wanted to. Oh, Jesus. I wouldn't <laughs> say that. Yeah, Seriously, I'm feeling that way. Crazy thing to say. <laughs> They've got the best quarterback ever and the best hit defense in the history of the world. They're both. I don't know about that either, but uh, I think that they have some good matchups. Um. All right, it all comes down to Miami, by the way. I'm reading over this Florida GOP things. Uh, it doesn't really look like um, Newt can pull this out. 
Oh, Newt. Your fucking historian status fucked you. Newt, 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 running here for president. Uh, Johnny, you decided to stay home, right? Not go to the game? Yep. Gonna stay home. Gonna go to my brother's house, do the usual like I did you know, the last bunch of years. And I do my annual strange tradition of making sushi for the Super Bowl. Mm, I love that tradition. Yeah, I go to the store on Saturday, go buy the fresh fish, and then I make sushi on Saturday, Super Bowl Sunday morning. I was reading this one article that said, don't try to make the foods of each town. Uh, just make Indianapolis foods. And I'm like, that'd be like sucking shit through a garden hose. Why would you do that? What would be Indianapolis food? Corn. That's about all Corn or Bibles, which either one you want to eat. Corn's in most things people eat anyway. Bobby Knight. Uh, all right, Johnny. All right, boys. God bless you, buddy. Talk to you. Bye, Johnny. Boy, Johnny gave you a fucking dusting off with that fucking desserts part of the meal. Oh, yeah. When did, you right. forget, when did you forget that? Well, I didn't forget it. It's just that I didn't see the opportunity. I wanted to get the burgers and fries here while they were hot. Right. We talked about that. What was the other side of that? That he could have gone back out. And could have even been back here in the time that we discussed it. I'm just going to say hypothetically, if you had asked maybe one of your producers, you know, hey, I'm doing this bit. I need help with that. I would have been like, oh, well, did you think of all these things? Or we could have even brought down some candy from down upstairs just to have a little something sweet after. Mm. All the candy's gone. You guys ate 50 fucking pounds of candy. It's just laying there. And you come in in the morning and right. we come in there afterwards. You're, you're and worrying. He's, him and the fucking interns are eating it too. It ain't just me. You're worrying <laughs> about breakfast every day. Would you leave a fucking trash can full of candy in front of him? Well, <laughs> it's all of us. It's not just me. Chunkies love sweets. <laughs> it is. Every fucking junkie will ask you if you got a fucking candy bar. It does kind of get messed up. Like, by the end of the box of candy, like, whenever Candyman sends one, which <laughs> I love, but by the end of the box, I'm just like, I wish we knew somebody from Frito-Lay or some shit like that because I'm so sick of sweet things. And right when we finish it, a new box always shows up and it just starts again. Mark in Toronto, you're on Fez. Yes. Hey, I want to buy your Twitter name for a thousand dollars. Sold. I think we should rescue you this got guy. It. Boy, okay. he's in the shower, jerking off. Yeah, I know I do jerking off, and I'm in your shower. Hmm. Zach Gainesville, you're on a fez. Hey guys. Hey, I was just uh, calling to say that uh, you guys should all be thanking Fez because uh, I wouldn't be listening to this day if I still wasn't trying to figure out if he was a man or a woman. And it kind of brought me into the show, and I still don't know. Thank you, Fez, for being gender <laughs> ambiguous. He got a big laugh out of that for himself. Take the stick, Fezzy. Show these fuckers. Take the stick. Well, there was a new survey out that 75% of Americans are using their cell phones while sitting on the toilet. Is that on the wire? No, it's not on the wire. We've done this uh, bit. Well, when did we first start doing this? In Washington? We've done this bit uh, quite a bit because we had a uh, uh, a producer who we walked into the bathroom and heard him on his friends while he's on the shitter and actually saying this. Here's what I think of you. And he put the fucking phone oh, down between Jesus his legs. Christ. Did he shit in his phone? Near it. Yeah. Get the sound up. I don't like the poop particles near it. Uh, guys have a tendency to... Use their phones whenever. Yeah. 
I've used them while shitting. Have you? Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just playing games on it as I shit. Video games? Yeah, video games. What other kind of games are there? Spades. I'm oh, sorry. I, I forgot we were on the radio. Spades. I did like Lana Del Rey for some reason. Just said video. Why don't you play her a little bit? So what are you saying, Faze? You're against it? Uh-huh. It is gross. To me, it's like thinking, you know, it's it's the same as saying me taking a shit is just as important as talking to you on the phone. You're equating talking to someone, a friend or a colleague, well, as you, the same as taking a shit, the same priority level. You, la- you laid uh, El Jefe down with that one, remember? No, I didn't. You don't remember El Jefe? I remember El Jefe. I didn't remember he was saying the, that to him. He was the shit guy. Let's hear the song. This is live at Sirius XM. It's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. Now, did you hear what she said about herself on the show, about everyone busting her balls? This is because everyone's freaking on her in SNL. She goes, I thought that I sang fine, and I looked beautiful. Great. I don't know if anyone should ever say, I look beautiful. Maybe if they get old and they look back at themselves when they were young, and going, I was gorgeous in those days. Look at me. But I don't know if you can say, last Saturday, I looked beautiful. It's not going to gain you any fans. That's going to piss people off even more. Now, uh, everybody got mad at um, the South African uh, actress. Charlize Theron? Yeah. Um, because she told Viola Davis was telling a story and she was like, you know, I, Viola Davis is like, uh, it was like some kind of round table. And it's like, you know, it's been difficult for me. I'm 46 years old and I don't look like Halle Berry. You know, I'm not a beautiful person. And to get a part like this and Charlize goes like this, let's stop right there because you are hot. And I'm not going to leave you tell that. So everybody was mad at her saying it was kind of like the white princess telling the black girl that she's hot. But I think that women do that. Women are constantly telling each other that they're attractive. I think that takes up a good chunk of the actual fucking conversation between women. That's yeah, like, like that's at the... a party, like you come in, oh, that's a all, great the chick, all the chicks are telling each other how beautiful they look. And, like, dudes will never go, Hicks, seriously, yeah. you're fucking great looking. Oh, thanks, Ron. So are you. You remind Stop me of Tom it. Brady. Now you're mocking. <laughs> no! But, you know, that's Charlize Theron. I saw her on some show. When she goes back to South Africa, those black people love her there. Oh. I mean, she's not some white oppressor. They dig her in a big, big way. They should. She's very attractive. Um... The so what was it? Lana Del Rey is her name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me just hear a little more. Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Now, why do people hate this? It sounds fine to me, Hicks. They hate her because she's popular. And that she doesn't have much experience, and she cha- got this like new fucking. They don't hate her for the work. They hate her because uh, she got fucking famous. Haters gotta hate. Yeah, the haters gotta hate. 
What was this show, anyway? I didn't even know this was on. Was this like a concert with her? Uh, I think it was a set on uh, Sirius XMU. How come I never get to hear about these things? Well, if you listen to... They run promos for these types of shows. Here, like this one. With an appearance as the musical guest on Saturday Night Live last weekend, what? most of the world has just begun to discover Lana Del Rey. <laughs> but serious XMU listeners have known her since last summer. Now, discover this singer-songwriter for yourself. This is Lana Del Rey. Hear me perform in studio this week. With an encore presentation of her serious XMU session. Here it's Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. On serious XMU. Channel 35. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm Rob Cross. Now, here, over here, check me out. <laughs> Lana, go, Ray, coming soon to X. That was very somber. Though. Yeah, yeah, he's he, like, oh, fuck he you. Well, he's not a happy well, guy. He's not in your face. It's not top forty. Well, I think that ran the week after the the S it ran the week after the SNL thing. So it was just like, okay, I know you guys all saw the other thing, but uh, you know, we have this. You should check it out. I thought it was great. I thought he brought some. He wasn't hating on her. Who's uh, Sam hanging out with here? Hud chick. Oh, that's um, that's the the girl who used to do phones for Frank DeCaro. Uh, what's her name? Hicks. She's Monica. moved up away a, a little bit, huh? Yeah, she does a lot of production would... stuff with Troy now, I believe. Is yeah. Troy's main job production? Yeah, I believe he's their new production guy. Yeah. Who was their old production guy? D-Boy. Okay. <laughs> I liked I liked the promo that he did. I seen I it, it felt like a mosquito was somewhere in the room trying to talk to you and it just would just moving around very very quickly. Our problem is we're too fucking static. We're in the same spot. I don't know, it could have been more, a little bit more off. Could have been more excited for Lana Del Rey. We need more filters on our show. Somebody introduced me to Lana Del Rey when she was in here, but I didn't know she was a big deal at the time. I thought she was just some girl coming up here and being lucky enough. I finally got to go see a little bit of the Broadway guy's show. Oh, nice. I jumped in when he was. Um, he had one of the Jonas Brothers. Oh, I think Jonah Jonas. That's fucking great. Yeah. Wasn't the youngest one? They call him the bonus Jonas. <laughs> no, you're kidding me. Really? No, no. The, there were the three Jonas Brothers that were in the Jonas Brothers, and then they had a younger brother that was referred to as Bonus Jonas. That's fucking great. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. What up, Bonus? Now, uh, little Jennifer Hutt. Some days she's in here. Some days she's not. She works two days a week. What's her schedule? Like I haven't seen her the last couple days. Oh, she's not. I thought she was on one to two. No. Twelve to one. Maybe? How is that even a fucking time? I mean, what are you a TV show? Here's bonus Jonas. Okay, lay some on me. No, that he's... kid's like four. Yeah. No, he's, he's a... really young. Yeah, he's, he's not performing yet. You I... know what? I think he was in there. It was either him or a little girl. Oh god. Was wearing a blanket. And I think the Jonas brother on here is uh is Nick Jonas, the one with diabetes. He did say he had diabetes. Why I was in there. He goes, I give a lot of money and try to help out with the diabetes thing. 
He's actually, out of the three of them, from what I've read, the most Sexiest. musically talented. I don't even know where to go with that, Zeech. You took this way from... I was just saying, I finally got to see this guy do a little bit of a show. I need to give all my Jonas Brothers knowledge, because I know it will never come up ever again. Because he... Uh, I don't know. What is the name of his show on the Broadway channel there? Seth Speaks. All right. Seth works the way that everyone should, and that's sitting in front of a piano. That you're just sitting there, and he's doing an interview while he's in front of his own piano. And you're like, well, I wonder if he goes, you know what? That's interesting that what you just said. It reminds me of a song. <laughs> That Mr. Billy Joe wrote for us called Say Goodbye to Hollywood. I'd like to just do a little bit for it tonight. <laughs> it's great. Just bust down the song whenever he wants. You know, because let's if if you walk into a bar and there's a guy with an acoustic guitar, you're like, what a dive. But if a guy is sitting in front of a piano, you're like uh, this is interesting. This is Suddenly, there's a little. Uh, this is a fine place to bring a woman to. Oh yeah, look, there's a fucking guy on a piano. It's fucking great. What is the greatest? Does it have to be a Billy Joel song to be the perfect piano bar song? There's some Warren Zevon. There's some Elton John. What Elton John song? And what Warren Zevon song? Now I used to go to a thing. It was in Chad's Ford PA. I can't think of the guy's name. He was unbelievable. He actually did some fucking songs I've never fucking forgot that were originals. But, of course, he did uh, Werewolves of London, nice. which he changed to use the owner's names oh. and his son. And the guy's son was in it, so he went, Junior. <laughs> and, but he also did a fucking version of Burn Down the Mission by Elton John that was fucking amazing nice. and i'm always glad to see a piano above any fucking guitar and when it's a solo performer tiny dancer is obviously the one everyone loves but personally a good version of leave on is always cool love that song and not done in the style bon jovi where they say uh garage instead of garage i gotta garage it every fucking single time Uh, listen to this. It's like a whole little movie here for you. Levon wears his wool wound like a crown. It calls a child Jesus. Cause he likes to make. And he sends him to the finest schools in town. Leave on, leave on likes his money. He makes a lot to say. Spends his days counting. Best line. In a garage. A what? By the motorway. He was born a barber to a pawn on a Christmas day. When the New York Times said God is dead. And the walls become Alvin has a song today. What's his name? And shall be leave on. 
shall be a good man And he shall be a leave-on And to dash him with a family plan And he shall be a leave-on And he shall be a good man He shall Start playing a little uh, Elton John here out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, Nate, Nate, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, was that the uh, Chad Ford Tavern where you would see that little piano bar? Yeah, that's exactly where it was. Dude, they sold it to some fucking Greeks, man. Well, they should have by now. But there well, was a guy. Yeah, I, there was a guy who sang in there that he actually did some original songs, and it's fucking decades since. And I wish I would have bought something by him because yeah. one of the songs I remember completely. Hey, I got to ask my dad about that shit. I'll get back to you, man. You know what? There was, uh, I don't know whether you ever saw the movie At Close Range with uh, Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, Sean Penn, yeah. And Christopher Walken. Well, yeah. those guys used to hang in that fucking thing. After, what? After they would go do robberies, they would go into that thing and buy everybody fucking drinks. Oh, shit. That thing was on last week. Uh, it's, uh, it was fucking crazy. So, yeah, that's that fucking part of the world. Or shit would get nuts. You saw that movie before? Yeah, I have it on DVD. My buddy bought it for me. He's like, you're going to love this. Like, all right. <laughs> so uh, I always remember this story, too, because somebody was asking about this uh, uh, one fucking dude that used to be with them. And they go, hey, uh, I wanted to tell something to, you know, your friend. Yeah. You know where he is. And the guy fucking says this. I'll never forget this because I was a kid. He says... 
why don't you write it on a letter and I'll give it to a groundhog? And then they all started fucking laughing at this fucking, you know, table. Yeah. Like, the fucker, of course, was dead. But this was their fucking joke that a fucking groundhog would burrow, burrow on their fucking ground and give them the letter. What the fuck? Um, wow, that shit. Let's break here. We come back. I want to tell you about the greatest uh, barbecue restaurant in the world. Oh, shit. And uh, how they're ready to support. It's the Ron and Fez Show. I know what you mean. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. The Ron and Fez Show continues next. Where's my fucking money? Ray, look at me. What? Look at me, Ray. Did you just say look at you? <laughs> look at me, Ray. I'll tell you what, Harry. Why don't you take a fucking look at this? Have a peek at this. You know, Harry, this. Surround Fez show. I was just telling uh, Hicks this off the air, but. Fred's List has brought in a lot of punk love our way. And I, did I forward that to you, Fred? All the different punk bands yeah, that yeah, we could do did. interviews with that. if we wanted to? <laughs> Make sure you send that to Chris. Because he and his chick would like to sit around and fucking just love on that. The um, only way Hicks's chick will come in is if there is some punk act for her to meet. Well, it's very hard for her to get off work. She works literally right during these times. During the time the show's on the air. Wait, what, and what's her job? She's a tutor. Bring kids in here. What's the big deal? <laughs> Nothing is easier than that. This could be like a class trip. See how fucking easy life is. <laughs> easy and yet still disappointing life turns out. You want some pretzel rods? <laughs> <laughs> Got free soda. Your kids want to come over here and try on the headphones one at a time? <laughs> See, that? it's called volume control. <laughs> Um, I like it at any job where you go to see where someone works and they tell you step back, that'll take your arm off, whatever it happens to be. Oh yeah, it's fucking okay, exciting. Okay, strong boy. Everything you got could fucking hurt me. Uh, this is a place in Strong Island, uh, that is pro-Giants. It's Smoking House out in Long Island, and they have said this. For anybody who wants Super Bowl food... Pick up your food. Put it on the credit card. If the Giants win, we rip up all of the credit cards. We canceled them out. And the food is free on smoking house. Now, quite frankly, this is the coolest restaurant around. Smoking house in Long Island. Smoking house, you are the shit. They are willing to say... To their home team fans, we're betting with you. And by the way, turn up the volume here. They do have like an old-fashioned 90s fucking sound to their website. All right. Remember when you used to go on websites yeah, and mid- they would have stuff like this? Like MIDI files or whatever. Yeah. It's terribly low-quality fucking music. Yeah, this is a good-looking website. The words are flaming. And so... They got talking pig. Yeah, I don't know why, like, if you're eating a pig, 
You want to see a cartoon pig wearing sunglasses and having fun. Yeah, he's the cool pig. What it always makes me, like, a little sad for pigs, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that guy's so cool. Now we're eating him. Let's cut his head off and gut him because he's delicious. They are. This is more delicious than a pig. Oh, so many good parts of it. Just every part of it is fucking delicious taste. And in a different way. Yeah. In a different way. It's a whole new surprise. Hell yeah. Oh. No other animal does that. No. None other. I mean, if you're eating a lamb, it tastes like lamb no matter where you're eating it from. But a pig, a pork chop, bacon, uh, uh, boiled ham, these all taste like different animals. It's also different and also good. Lunch meat, like that fucking ham lunch meat, tastes totally different. Mm-hmm. Ribs. <sighs> Wish we had a pig here right now. Ribs! Rigs? You know what? You're a racist for mm -hmm. comparing ribs to rigs. God. I ate too much today. It was good, though. I know. Did the cream puffs get here yet? No, no cream puffs. No cream puffs. Still, here. we're not even making up on it after all this time? No, no, Just give, Why not? Mad at us? Mm -mm. We do something wrong? Give me a DMC, then. I got fucking burger breath. Okay, we got the smoke analysis music playing. Now, Zeets, if you buy your food from smoking owls, then you could say, Well, my team lost them sad, but at least I got free ribs. Isn't there anyone in Rhode Island to fucking match this? I don't know. I, I could check with my dad, but I don't I don't think free coffee can... milk for everyone. <laughs> or whatever fucking <laughs> shitty juice you fucking Dell's lemonade, yeah. <laughs> hey, you said that you were gonna remember every episode of your dad's one through a hundred. Yeah. Are you ready to do it? Uh yes. All right, this is very exciting. Now, explain to people it. around the country, because this is a local show, right? Mm -hmm. Only on in New England? or it's, Yeah, it's on in southern New England, um, on like Fox and CBS affiliates. What's the problem with northern New England? Uh, they're they're hoity-toity? Well, I figure it just, you know, they if the restaurants would be very far away for people in Maine to go to. I watch Food Network, and I'm very That's happy true. to do it. You know. As a matter of fact, there'll be occasional things of places that are way far away that I'll jot down. Just on the chance that I may vacation one day near there. All right, now, what's the name of your dad's show? Uh, my dad's show is the TV Maitre D. And did he used to be a real Maitre D? Uh, yeah, it's uh, my dad. So he knows the restaurant. Yeah, business. he had a really weird career. He was in radio, and then he actually managed a restaurant, and then mm -hmm. they, you know, I guess, made it into a hybrid thing. <laughs> but it's a restaurant showcase show, so uh, they don't like review the restaurants, but they will tell you where the good spots to eat are in the area and and stuff like that. And it just celebrated its uh, 100th episode and started the ninth season um, this past Sunday. So you do about uh, a little over 10 a year. Yeah, they do. And like they do one and then it runs for the, the whole month. And uh, in the holidays, they do a couple extras. This is your dad's website? Yeah, tvmaitrede.com. Oh, That's him. What's he got? Big four? Oh, he's got like wine there? Yeah. He's getting all messed up. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, sometimes he has gotten feedback about me. Through the website. Wow, that's really <laughs> not called for, is it? No, he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't mention it to you, but somebody said you were a huge giant asshole. I got an email the other day, and I was like, yeah. And he knows that. He's your dad. Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's see you. You're going to do the 100 restaurants okay. from first to last. Uh, and how quickly can you do this? I don't even know. In two minutes? Okay. Well, there are multiple restaurants per show, so there's hundreds of restaurants. Great. So we got time. Okay. Ready and go. Okay. Uh, Costantino's Restaurante. Uh, Luciano's Restaurant. Um, 
some other place. Richard's Pub was definitely on. Uh, the Remington House Inn, Capitol Grill, uh, Camille's, Vendor Ravioli. What's an oh, Zuma? I believe is a place that uh, yes, Raphael's, which is now closed. Cafe Nuovo, um, Shula's was on. I know a lot. <laughs> oh, Tony Papa's restaurant, Cranston, very good. Um, the dead son. Oh, Iggy's. Um, Chapel Hill Restaurant. I don't know. No, I think that's what it's called. That's new. Um, what are some other places? What are some other places? Twin Oaks, of course, in Cranston. Uh, Yo, boys. I, I don't know. There's so many. What space? Like, so there should well, be lots really of good No, no, no. There's... Um, You're a minute in. The, oh, God. You got one fucking minute left. Okay. Um, um, you're able to name two restaurants. Uh, Main Street Coffee. Three. Uh, I've named way more than three. <laughs> <laughs> Post Office You Cafe. really didn't do all that good, though. No, well, there's, there's, there's literally like ten restaurants You've got like show. 30 fucking seconds left. Okay, um... Well, there's uh, Gasparro's Wine. Why don't you just go to TV Mater Day? I'm sure there's a list. Oh, yeah, well, okay, I, I didn't know I could do that. Smoking Owls, that's one. <laughs> Luciano's. This is from the current editions, the one where that you got to check out, which is uh, the Roy Mu Food and Music, Christopher's Cranston Deli, Vendor Ravioli, Chef Series. Um, they have some chefs cook at S and W Television Appliance. They look over some wines, and there are show flashbacks from all the hundreds of shows. So I'm probably on there a couple times. Mariner Grill, oh. Ponavino, Pearl. You were on there before? Oh yeah, I've been on there a couple times. Like my dad released a, a cookbook a while back, and I would do commercials for the cookbook. Now the big oh, difference between that. you and your dad, your dad can rock a mustache. Yeah, he's been he's had the mustache literally my entire life. I've nice. never seen him without it without it, and now he claims that he won't he won't shave it because it's it's like part of the logo, so it's it's staying forever. <laughs> and you wouldn't know him. I seriously, I was trying to figure out what he looked like, and I was like, oh, that'd be weird. I have no clue what he would look like without it. Maybe if he ever wants to go on the uh, run from Johnny Law. Or <laughs> from me. <laughs> Just shave it. Where'd um, you go? Hold on. Here's Bill in Vegas. Show him on the face. Hey, Zito. Um, you've been in Rhode Island for a What's that restaurant that serves the Cheerio with milk? You fucking asshole. Oh. oh fuck shit. you, Bill, and fuck that shitty breakfast that I had today. She had lunch. That's not nice. Luckily, there was at least a some type of board meeting upstairs, so I got some chips. Uh, the TV Mater D cookbook is also out, huh? Yeah, that's actually really good. I I use that. Well, you're stealing chips from the boardroom. HR is going to be. Well, I don't want to publicize notified. that, other than saying it on the radio. But you that a good cook, though. Uh, he's actually a surprising good cook. He's never had any training, but I guess just hanging, like when he was a waiter, like hanging out in kitchens and stuff, picked up some stuff. He, he's, he makes some good food. I mean, he didn't make any of the food. No, does your mom do anything with the show, or? Uh, no. I, I'm sure that she's, like, appeared on it just, like, in shots sometimes. Like, if they do a night shoot, she'll be, like, out. Like, sometimes we would go to those, but yeah. she's, she's never really, uh, been on the show. My mom is a teacher, so. I consider them the fourth best heroes. After work, uh, responders, first responders, military, and then actors and musicians are number one heroes. I'd put Lassie dogs above them, at least. They seem to always do good things. There's only the one. I mean, Lassie. 
Which I was reading. I was reading about shows that were on after the Super Bowl. Lassie mm. was on after the Super Bowl like five different times. When? Yeah. Nice. Like, like I didn't even know started. Lassie and the Super Bowl yeah. were around at the same time. Hold on. It's like five times. <laughs> Have you guys watched the Namath fucking doc yet? Not yet. I no. need to discuss the Namath okay. doc with somebody. I'm going to find it. I wrote a review of it in the post. What did they say? They loved it. Sure they do. Nothing ever comes up around Namath that you don't love it. All right, it was a lead-out program is Super Bowl One, nice. Super Bowl Two, Super Bowl Four. Um, See, I don't think that people knew that that was a big deal then, though. No. no, I don't think it was. It didn't really start becoming a big deal, it seems, until like the ratings started to I'm get I'm going to say like Wonder Years or something like that, like when they would say, here's a weird thing to follow the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was in 88. They, they put the pilot of the Wonder Years after uh, Super Bowl 22. The year before that, they did a pilot of ha hard copy, which is strange, because I just remember that show like being younger as being on in that like Wheel of Fortune type. Yeah, like 730. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hard copy was on. Uh, the Last Precinct. I don't even know what that show is. Was Super make Bowl it. twenty. I keep going. This is good. All right, hold on. Well, you want to go back and actually? No. Okay. That's like when it started to matter. All right. Um, after the Wonder Years, they did Brotherhood of the Rose. Television. See, this is when they tried to break shows. You know what I mean? Like they tried to be like, uh, you've never seen the show before. It's going to kick ass for you. Grand Slam, which I've never heard None of. None of these work. Doesn't even have a Wikipedia entry. That's how shitty that one was. Davis Rules. See, this what? is everyone knows acts like it's such a great thing to get it, but look how many failures we see. Uh, um, one time they did an abbreviated sixty minutes, which was thirteen minutes, and then forty-eight hours, whatever, which was not that long either. Homicide, life on the street. Oh, that's terrific. The Good Life and the John Larroquette Show wow. in nineteen ninety-four, uh, nineteen ninety-five they premiered Extreme. See, this is not a great fucking slot. It's like no. a jinx slot. In 96, Madden. It, it seems like shows that are established do really well, but shows that are pilots do shitty. Like, the year after that, they did Friends, and that, that had 52 million viewers, but that was already established at that point. Now, did, did they do a Friends Super Bowl show? Was it a special Friends? They did a special one. It was the one after the Super Bowl. That's what they titled it. Um, yeah, this was a, a, a big episode. Didn't they even have, like, two versions of it, depending on who won? Uh, that I don't know. I don't remember any of it. I can... I know the Simpsons did that joke before. They filled in later. Right, what else? Okay, after that, uh, they had The X-Files on Fox. That did all right. Can't beat it. Third Rock from the Sun. Mm -hmm. Family Guy uh, pilot premiered after wow. the Super Bowl, and then The Simpsons. The Practice the next year. I don't remember any of these. I don't watch shows after the Super Bowls. I'm done. I just been through 18 hours of fucking TV. Yeah, it's like fucking midnight. Because I like to get up really early when it's an empty fucking parking lot. <laughs> and I used to ESPN it like and watch all the classic things. But yeah. then, you know, it got too many that you can't even do it anymore. Then it was Survivor, the Australian Outback. Was that the second one? Yeah, that was the great one. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Alias, Survivor All-Stars, The Simpsons, and American Dad. Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds, House, The Office, Undercover Boss, Glee, and then this year, The Voice. It seems like they've started to go with established shows more. Well, they realize lately. it's not fucking yeah, working, but uh, I guess it's just trying to premiere that season's. But I got news for you. No way am I watching The Voice after the fucking Super Bowl. I don't have fucking time for it. Also, what I don't understand is... I'll be at ESPN, if anything. Do they rerun that same episode later in the week? Because most people... It's going to be like a... Drunk. Probably close to 11 o'clock and drunk. And people are drunk. Yeah, they're and the average voice audience. They're drugged audio. up. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 
And can't we get around to admitting that the voice blows? You're just turning around in a chair. Like this, the fact that they're doing that the second season, turning around in a chair, is really ridic- ridiculous. I'm so obsessed with the Super Bowl, though. I just I can't stop thinking about all aspects. Like I was reading this Wikipedia last night, and then last night I was also thinking like I was watching the teams get off the plane. Mm-hmm. What if one of the planes went down? Would they still play? You can't play with dead people. Well, I know. Well, I know that. But would like the 49ers be in it? In this scenario, the Giants' plane has gone down. Um, that's terrible. Or would they just cancel it? But that's a lot of advertising revenue, like economy. Well, here's the problem: the Giants could not be the champions if they came back and played. I'm sorry, they lost the championship. How did they? Could they then become the champions by winning that? So would Tom Brady? He'd get his fourth Super Bowl if the Giants' plane had gone down. Just from a forfeit. No yeah. game at all. Yeah, but that counts. But that doesn't sound right either. <laughs> Sounds like professional wrestling. Well, I shit. don't think there's... I mean, it would be shitty in a post-9-11 way to sit around and go, okay, let's keep the game going. <laughs> That's what all these dead players would want. <laughs> um, they would want that. First of all, I agree. You do have to give Tom Brady his fourth ring. Whether it's fair or not fair, it's the fairest thing. That you could do. He survived. I don't think that you could let the Niners come back and play because they lost the championship game. How then do they become world champions? That would be wrong, in my opinion. We would just have to lose the money, period. Oh, that would be probably the biggest sports story of all time, right? I could assume they if... have to give it to the 49ers. No, it's still going to be the U.S. hockey team in 1980 beating the Russians. Nothing beats them. Here's what I think would be War. cool. They pull back the winning team from the Pro Bowl, and they make ridiculous. them play the it's Patriots <laughs> on short And then notice. the fucking AFC is the fucking champions. That's crazy. I don't talk. know. If the, no, the Patriots <laughs> win the Super Bowl. The only other solution would be postpone it until the team that went down... Till that city, that owner could put together another team. Oh, that's that totally doesn't make fuck. sense. That's, that's a totally great. different team. That's great. That, that the team. owner's dead too. Oh no! Why wouldn't he be in the plane? The owner always flies with the team. Dragon tattoo will start running the fucking thing. Why so would their fucking play-by-play people, local media, and probably the police who travels be wiped out? It's a giant plane. Um, Tom, you're on the Ronnie, million bucks, baby. Uh, Colin, I was watching this weekend ESPN, and they were talking about the biggest upsets of all time. I don't know if you caught this. They had the Ice Bowl with Namath. They had Eli in the last First of all, Namath wasn't in the Ice Bowl, but let's go on from there. That wasn't the Ice Bowl? No. Wasn't that Super Bowl three? No. That wasn't oh. fucking played nice. It was played in Miami. It was a nice bowl. All right, the nice bowl. All right, so was it the nice bowl, Eli Manning? The Miracle on Ice with 1980. Miracle on Ice. Uh, you don't beat the... This is a, a bunch of amateurs who beat pros for in the Olympics. You don't beat that. I'm saying the dead giants over the Patriots. Biggest sports upset of all time. Maybe the way the classy thing would be then to just give the Giants the fucking Super Bowl. Fuck that. So yeah. their last game, they're winners. Yeah, that is a thing to do. No, Bill Belichick's Stone Cold, kill, stone cold Killer. Needs the titles. Uh, Sean, Bama boy, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ron, the most impressive thing on that documentary about Namath was how fast he released the ball and the sound that snap. that ball made. Back he had day. a snap release, and, and they, had the, they had the sound up on it, and you could just hear the air being sucked out. Jesus. And the only other person I ever saw throw a football like this uh, never won a Super Bowl. 
He played number 13, Miami. His name shot be said. But that guy had a snap fucking too. But then you sit around and you look at some guys like Phil Rivers and you're like, well, he looks like he's pushing the ball. Eli even always looks like he pushes the ball. But fucking Namath snapped that fucking thing. That's why I laughed at Fez when Fez, remember you said that fucking Sanchez would fucking lose a fight to Rex? I, like, I don't think you guys realize how those guys are just working their arm, 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 arm. That if Tom Brady punched you in the face, <laughs> you'd be lucky if you ever fucking woke up. That'd be a shock if you ever woke up. Um, Pat, Philly, you're on Run of Fez. Yo, guys, I got a good solution for you on the uh, theory if the plane went down. Uh, we got Madden. I think we should just simulate it and broadcast it, and whoever wins in Madden is the new champion. They've already played that game uh, yeah. uh, by three points. Giants win the game. On a last-second field goal. Yeah. Oh, God. Madden has never been wrong. No. Nope. Never once been wrong. I don't know. Madden's that's always right. True. Hey, you like this picture of fucking Sanchez Zito? You no, like. it's not Tom Brady, so fuck him. What did you like? Zito? Well, I'm glad the show started a little rough. I'm always glad that we ended up where everybody was happy. We all got our lunch. I, I'm super no, happy. No, no, no. I got some chips that I took from a board meeting. I didn't really get a lunch. So we're all happy. No, we're... Yes. Maybe you guys... His new thing is busted your balls. Now, fuck you, you Fred. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what it's like, Pepper. This is fun to scream fuck you at someone. <laughs> no, we're not happy. I'm hoping maybe tomorrow morning I'll get a nice breakfast. Uh, John, Miami, you're on a Fez. Yeah, I think if the Giants plane goes down, you have either the Rangers or the Yankees take the place. And Pepper still has to shave his head, too. Well, no, the fucking Yankees have to win first. No, no, I want to get I want to get this on record. If the Giants somehow all die before the Super Bowl, that bet still counts. Patriots win. Hold on. If he fucking shaves his head and puts a little clump of hair in every coffin, not a fucking dry eye in the house. This one's for you. <laughs> Why is this random ball. guy putting his hair in all these coffins? This That's one's for you. That's a guy with the fucking weird beard. <laughs> I lived and died with this dude for 19 weeks. hair. <laughs> This is for you guys. Faithful day. The day, <laughs> the, day the football died. Yeah. <laughs> the day the football died. I don't have any need for this hair anymore. You guys need it more where you're going. Uh, we got anything left to plug before we get out of here? No, I think that's it. Got to everything on the iBank today. We all became friends again. We all got nice mm, snacks and so food. Good. So okay. tasty. Everything up until you said we all became friends and we have nice snacks and food I was on board with. Oh. Uh. I'll show revenge. You'll see. I love to watch things on TV. Start a fire. <laughs> Billy Joel style. Ah, oh, that's it. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Which means hump day. Right. Looks like we'll be giving away a camel on the run of fish. Oh, I want that camel. Camel cigarette, that is. That's oh, my joke. Fuck yeah. Gonna fuck this shit out of Tom Brady. And that's the end of my show. Of love. Of love. Of
This has been the Ron and Fez Show. If you missed any or all of it, or you crave the comfort of listening to sounds that are familiar to you, that'll bring you back to your childhood earlier today, check out the Ron and Fez replay. Weekdays at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. XM 105, Sirius 206. The Open Anthony Channel.